fuck, man. Thank you, guys. Hey, there's LeBron F-bombing on national television after passing Kareem, the all-time point leader, to kick off the Drew and Mike show today for Thursday with Trudy, Mark, Brandon, and yours truly, my name is Drew. <laughs> my name is Drew. And Hall Financial is our presenting sponsor because mortgage rates are probably much exaggerated. They've been going down generally over the last four months. Hall's been doing more business. A lot of people looking at credit card debt and ways out with the crazy high interest rates on credit card debt. Holy smokes. Use the equity in your home to get yourself in a better financial position. Get rid of that high interest credit card debt. Call Hall, 866-CALL-HALL, or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. And... Oh, my, the State of the Union is just fabulous, isn't it? <laughs> Everyone is so happy and working together. My favorite part, a couple of, was the uh, Shreethanadar photo bombs. I tweeted out two of them. <laughs> Those were great. Those he were was, excellent. He was just standing in the shot, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah, it's just smiling I, all the time. I wonder if he even went up and talked to him or tried. He was patiently waiting to speak with Joe Biden, and by doing so, he just stood there, stared, and smiled. Did he ever get to speak to him? I don't think so, because I, I never saw a shot of that. I mean, it was off camera if he did. But then... Um, did you see the email from Kelly that had a bunch of stills, and, and she said that uh, he kept popping up like an ad for that movie, Smile? Remember all those people for that movie, that horror movie? Yeah. Kept popping up during the uh, MLB playoffs? Yeah, he'd make a good meme, right? Yes. Yeah, You're oh, he Shree. would. Yes. Shree. <laughs> Shree. Um, and then uh, Jill Biden, Doug Emhoff, get a fucking room. Yeah, was, wow, that was, that was wild. Yeah. Everybody was getting hard. I mean, that was distracting, <laughs> I think. Uh, let's see what else happened. Um, you know, I was just reading about... Did you about, bang my wife? I wasn't even going to bring this up, but I, I just happened to read it. Uh, it was a conversation, or it was actually a piece on... They had a very large focus group, I guess about 200 people, and more of them were independents. There were, you know, 40 or 50 hardcore Republicans, the same number of Democrats, and they had a lot of independents. So they were testing their reactions to everything in the speech. And it sounded like Biden killed it with the Dems. He recoiled the Republicans, surprise, surprise. And the independents he did not do very well with, although they referenced a couple things where he did pretty well universally. One of them was Buy American. Which is funny because it seems to me I remember somebody else saying that a few times and getting some shit about it. But uh, Buy American, I mean, how can you lose with Buy American? Can't, man. And I guess Republicans were kind of borrowing that, stealing it. But they like it. Everybody likes it. And then Tyree Nichols, uh, his parents, was also a big uh, across-the-board bonus. Even though you called him Tyler instead of Tyree. Oh, did he call him Tyler? Yeah. I see. I. That's funny. I watched most of the speech and I thought, well, Biden didn't really gaff up. I didn't really notice any terrible gaffes. Was that the major gaff? Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, were there any other gaffes? I didn't because I, I was like, you know, I, I don't expect much when yes. he's speaking. I expect him to have a gaff. Well, that's what I was telling you before. His the bar for him to perform is so low that he's going to come across. I was surprised at how how good, quote-unquote, he did. Because that bar is so low, I expect him to just wander around. To make the words of Tyler's mom true, 
something good must come from this. I was to make the words of Tyler's mom true. Tyler. Busted! Liar! Um, (laughs) I thought his thing about the uh, the speech that... uh, People of color's parents have to get. I, I didn't know the speech was turn on the interior light and put your hands on the steering wheel. I've never heard it that way before. Yeah. I thought it was more like, they're out to kill you. I've I mean, heard that's that the speech, speech I keep hearing about. That's normally the speech I heard when I was in driver's training. Yeah, I mean, isn't that really? kind of. Yeah. In where did you take driver's training? No, they just told you to put your hands where, you know, where they can see them. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Sure. Um, now, one of the uh, one of the things that got the worst response from independents and, of course, Republicans, if it got a bad response from independents, it got a bad response from Republicans, was he was comparing Janu- Lila, January 6th to the Paul Pelosi beatdown. And I got to tell you, I reacted the same way. I was like, what? How can- I don't know the connect. I'm not sure I would be connecting those two things. I'm not big on complicitness. Oh, oh. So, uh, anyway, the Dems loved it, said, great point. The Republicans, (laughs) this is funny, actually. Republicans were mad that he didn't say anything about, he didn't say anything about going after Supreme Court justices in their homes when they were being protested. And independents said, those two things have nothing to do with each other. (laughs) Yeah, one's got a hammer and the other one doesn't. And one of them is a mentally ill person with a hammer, and another event isn't, I mean, anyway. Independents didn't like it. Um, independents also did not like the conversation on Social Security and Medicare. They thought it was being mischaracterized. That's the one that led to the heckling. Yes. And independents did not like the heckling, though. Uh, no, in fact, uh, nobody really liked the heckling. People thought it was just stupid, disrespectful. What? Wow. I did. It was entertaining. Isn't that what we want? Don't we want entertainment? Well, let me, let me show you a contrast. So this was, uh, this was the one in, what, oh. Eight or something like that, or oh nine when you lied. <laughs> and just that, oh, that made a lot of news. Now this is what happened last night. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans, want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. Let me give you anybody who doubts it. Contact my. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. <laughs> oh my well, I'm God. glad to see you. No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. You know, it means if, if Congress doesn't keep the programs the way they are, they'd go away. Other Republicans say, I'm not saying it's a majority of you. I don't even think it's even a significant. But it's being proposed by individuals. I'm not politely not naming them, but it's being proposed by some of you. Look. Oh, God. Is it where Marjorie Trailer Green yelled, liar? Yeah. Well, they fo- the cameras focused on her because she was in a puffy white coat and she was standing up screaming. And Yeah, was she I think still dressed fav- in the Grammys? My favorite outburst of hers was, China's spying on us. It's like, where the fuck have you been for the last 20 years? <laughs> you know... <laughs> Uh, she didn't get They're to bring spying- her, she didn't get to bring her balloon in though. Oh yeah, she, she brought a bring balloon, a balloon? In, which I don't understand the point of that. But get cool. it, uh, because China it's balloon. a reminder of what a terrible job we did of letting that balloon take advantage of us for a week. Is, yeah, they're uh, spying on us. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Decorum. Come that balloon on. used us, <laughs> <laughs> and she just wanted like, to point it out. Uh, supposedly today they were saying that uh, China does that to everybody. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they balloon everyone. I bet you the United States does it too. 
That's a hell. That <laughs> balloon attack is pretty fucking strong. I gotta say. I mean, we gotta up our balloon game, obviously. <laughs> I mean, I got Google <laughs> Earth. Isn't that spying? Can I spy like that with Google Earth? No. I, I don't know. They were yeah. saying it can get closer, so they like it. Uh, they can zoom in farther than I can zoom in? No, they can't. No, you're absolutely right. Googlers. I've, you know, that thing keeps getting bigger. Today I heard it was, uh, wait, did yesterday it was 15 field uh, football fields? Today it was like 15. 20. Did they, yeah, What's yesterday, yesterday they said it was. That big, wow. Well, they said it. Wasn't Isn't that the searching area that they that? were looking for in the water? A searching area of yeah. 15 football fields or something? I don't know because why they, they said it. What, what is that? Three, was it three football fields? Can you convert that to buses? Yeah, I'm sorry. Three football fields <laughs> versus three buses, but they said it was 20 stories high. Wait, wait, wait. Today they were giving bigger numbers, and I was like, how does that thing even fit in the sky? It's I think so the big. payload was. <laughs> <laughs> I think the payload was three buses, but maybe the balloon is 15 football fields, I guess. I don't know. Uh, you know what? They said it was. Fifteen football also fields. said it was fifteen it, football fields high. Okay. Anyway, the number was bigger Nobody today. Nobody understands and I was like, it. Not sure height by the length of a football field. I have no fucking. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I think we just, need to go hey, by football. It's we just a really dumb. big balloon. So, anyway, so said it was the is the size of a commuter jet too. So, oh well, jet or bus, which well, three buses equals a one commuter jet. jet. Yeah, is that I, three football fields? No, oh, it's long? three buses. No, it's no. Six it's three buses. buses. Yeah, is it about transportation conversions? Can How we, many strawberry dongs we, are we talking here? Can we please elect the president from <laughs> idiocracy? I would feel more confident with, what's his name? Alejandro Mountain Dew. He's awesome. Camacho. Yeah, president Camacho. Camacho. Yeah, Camacho. I, would, I feel like we need President Camacho. It's time. So let's see. Um, interesting, they had some items from the, the Huckabee Sanders response, too. And she got phenomenal response when she said that, you know, whether Biden is too weak to resist it, or it's just too strong to be resisted, that... Um, the balloon? No, not the balloon. Oh. <laughs> that uh, the radical left has hijacked the Democrat Party, and the choice is between normal or crazy. And she got a phenomenal response from independents and Republicans on that. Of course, Democrats know. But. Well, who was, who was crazy last night, though, during the State of the Union address? Well, I don't think she was Who's referring to the State of the Union address. She was referring to, I oh, probably... Yeah. Uh, I, I get what she was saying. Uh, both parties probably like trans, trans stuff, and um, you know, what uh, are the uh, dance parties or book reading parties with the uh, drag, drag queen, queen reading parties? <laughs> I think she's lumping a whole lot of stuff, and a lot of people are saying, "Yeah." That's are we sure really she's dumb. not a drag queen? Just. Uh, I don't know. She's got a glass eye, according to Tom Arnold. What? That's what he said. It's a glass it's not true. eye. It's not true. I remember that. What? He thought he that said she he legitimately was, had one. He said that she was attacked by her own cat when she was a child. <laughs> the cat scratched her eye out. I mean, he acted like she did something to the cat. He was so what? serious when he said it, too. <laughs> anyway. Uh, liar. That's the second time liars have been yelled. You played them both. And... I almost expect, actually, I have to say, I almost expect the president to say something in the State of the Union address where I will call them a liar. In the course of, it doesn't matter which party's talking, I feel like they're going to lie, mm -hmm. probably at least a few times. I feel like next year we need prop bets for the State of the Union speech. Yeah, it's, Did they have it's plausible. For it? Probably. I don't know. Um, and then I, my friends and I were texting a bunch when the whole thing about fast food non-compete contracts... What the fuck was that? 
know, what was bizarre. it? I didn't see. I didn't see yeah, I'll it. pull it up. It was pretty bizarre. People were just like, "What?" I tweeted it out, and everybody was like, "Huh?" I mean, people had the same reaction. Somebody said, uh, "Jimmy Johns does it." What is like it? it's really understand. a big problem. If you that work for Jimmy Johns. He said, "You go to work for one burger company, you go across town, and uh, you can't do it because you got a non-compete." Really? Why on earth yeah. with those what, jobs? Am I dreaming it? I didn't see it. I don't. That's why well, I'm cashier. asking you to explain it. At a burger place, can't walk across town and take the same job at another burger place and make a few bucks more. It just changed. What? So they just changed it because we exposed it. That was part of the deal, guys. Look it up. Yeah, he's taking credit for eliminating burger joint uh, non-competes. <laughs> Look it up. But there's no contract. Exactly. No, I, I thought it was absolutely so out of left field. And, and someone, I was blown away that someone, Jimmy Judge does that! <laughs> okay. Okay, whatever. I didn't know that. Wow. Um, I don't think it's a big issue in the country. I don't think it's merited to be in the State of the Union address. That would be my feeling about it generally. Can we get rid of all non-competes? Yeah, there you go. How about uh, yeah, that? I, I'm not a fan of non-competes. They're, no, they're often bullshit. found illegal, but yeah. um, I honestly... But nobody I, has the power to ever challenge them. I don't think in the fast food industry it's really a big deal. I don't think that's a big concern. Fast food industry I, is vital to this country. And then somebody else uh, got mad at me for... Which tweet was it? <sighs> I think they were just trying to suggest, because I just said, what a clusterfuck. And they said, oh, the people acting up are Republicans. And um, I would absolutely agree, because there's a Democratic president. But, I mean, you do remember Nancy Pelosi tearing up the State of the Union address behind the president. I mean, I don't think there's a lot of respect among this group. There are some major league assholes in the Republican Party. Uh, Marjorie Trailer Green, which she's number one, isn't she? She's, better, she's a bigger asshole than Santos. I would, honestly, if I had to pick... To throw one of them out, I think I would choose her. Well, Santos is just fun. I mean, his lies are ridiculous. Well, I, he wasn't screaming at Biden last night. I like that about him. Hey, he got yelled <laughs> at by Mitt Romney, Mitt Romney. Yes, he did. <laughs> he had a terrible well, comeback to Mitt, too. I mean, to me, the bar is so low to be an elected official. It's just so low. Mitt Romney actually pulled the A word on him. Yeah, so the guys that do the bad lip reading, it's a pretty popular feature somewhere all over social media. Whatever. That guy did a reverse and actually did true lip reading. Uh, we've seen a whole, I've seen a whole bunch of people try to decipher what George Santos and Mitt Romney said, and this is what he came up with here. You ought to be embarrassed. Yeah, sure. You ought to be embarrassed. I'm you well. Be you. Embarrassed. How are you? you ought to be embarrassed, uh -huh. son. Sure, you got man. me? Well, that's your ass. opinion. You're an ass. ass. Yeah, you're very formal. <laughs> Quite a gentleman, aren't you? Called him an ass. Wow. Well, that's so one of, them, one of them confirmed, I thought Santos said, um, Something about the number of people that voted for him didn't think so. 147,000 yeah. people voted for him. Yeah. Yeah. And 22% approve of him. So the same amount that want Biden to run approve of George Santos. Yeah, seems about right. And, you know, before how many football fields <laughs> is that? I don't know how many people you could. 22% of 147,000 would be boop, 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 boop. <laughs> That would be about uh, 20, almost 30,000 people. Let's see how many people would fit... Uh, in a bus, thirty? I don't know. Uh, just, I'm just trying to make the math easy. You could get thirty thousand people in a yeah, in half a, bus, a football field. I bet. Measure up. Yeah, in a bus, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, what a pile of shit. <laughs> These weasels. Wrong weasels. Yeah, yeah. There's Motley Crue news. Did you know about that? 
I, no, I did not. Hey, 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 hey. It's Vince Neal's birthday today. God. Oh, is that the news? <laughs> that yeah, was that, the news you're going with? That, and I opened, yes. Bigger and news I, than that. And I, and I opened <laughs> opened up your tweet, and there was Tommy Lee's balls I guess in my those face. are his balls, right? Yes. He my tweeted God. out a photo of his the back of his nutsack. Not Where? just the front, the back of his nutsack in between his naked buttocks. And it hangs Low. Right, yeah, at least it, a football field. <laughs> and the message was, I want to see everyone's balls! Was that really it? No. Oh. <laughs> see, it could have been. They, yeah, why been. are they so low? Really, why are they so low? Gravity. I, they I'm not hang sure. like 12 inches below his body. That was, think, think that about was what extreme, that, in my opinion. Think about what that sack has been through in its life, though. <laughs> and it's been swinging back and forth for how old is Tommy? It's definitely slammed into a lot of <laughs> That's uh, what asses. I mean. And gravity. And, <laughs> yeah. I mean, those balls have been, they've seen it all. Jesus. Yeah, that was, um, that was a strange. That just like, in the middle of the day, I was like, what? Was that in your prep, Brandon? It was yes. supposed to be. Anyway, I just I bumped into that and I was like, "What is that really?" And then I saw the big tattoo on the leg. And I was like, "Yeah, that probably is Tommy Lee." And I checked the account. <laughs> yeah, Here it account. is. Hey, Mr. Peanut. He he actually tagged Mr. Peanut, and then Mr. Peanut, the company, untagged themselves from this post. But hey, Mr. Peanut, let's collab. I'll bring the nuts. And there it is. Good. Hilarious. It's, it's what close, a funny joke. It's closer on, to it's, his knee than it is to right, his wiener. Yeah, that's, that's really, that's a long <laughs> distance <laughs> testicle. I mean, his testicles are, it's almost like they're a satellite <laughs> off his body. How does he How does he take a shit? Does he sling them over his shoulder like a hobo oh, sack? you got to hold them every time. Wow, you're right. Those are what, definitely the touching the water in yeah. the toilet. Uh, what was my uh, my tweet? Was it, thanks for making me retweet your, your balls or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Because I felt like I had to. <laughs> Everyone's got to see this. <laughs> Thanks, Tommy, for forcing me to retweet your sack. Well, oh, he took it down already? So what, what Twitter needs to do is no, invent... He, he didn't oh. take it down, but maybe he removed your quote tweet. What, what Twitter needs to do is have a camera aimed at you when you see that so that you can see the look of shock on everyone's face. Oh, a reaction video? That. Yes. <laughs> Wait, Mine went something Brandon, like this. Did you say my tweet's removed? Um, no, now it's back. Oh, when, yeah, that's weird. It's no, back. it's right. It's right. It wasn't there oh, okay. when he just clicked on it. No, okay. it is. All right. Do you feel? Because I would be quite okay. Uh, I would be outraged. You reached him somehow. Absolutely outraged. Nice, nice pronunciation, Michael. <laughs> and uh, Dan Wetzel, our Super Bowl correspondent. Well, we just found out he was there yesterday. So <laughs> he will be with us shortly. Uh, Trudy, you want to talk about Joe's produce? You probably know more about it than oh, I. Oh hell yeah. Oh, man. I'm excited because they're going to bring some here. Well, that's right. Yeah. Before Valentine's Day? Yes. Is Valentine's Day a big Joe's Produce Day? Oh, yeah. You got to buy stuff for your sweetie. They have such such good desserts. Really. Oh. For reals. Read that one. Yeah. Good um, <laughs> if you want to impress your Valentine, you need Joe's Produce Gourmet Market in Livonia. Joe's Produce Catering is full-service catering, serving all your romantic favorites. Their expert chefs create all the catering fresh from Joe's Produce Market in Livonia, so your Valentine will be blown away by the USDA Prime Choice Meats, fresh fish, fresh fish, and seafood, and homemade bread. And don't forget their unbelievably dish- delicious desserts. Don't spend your Valentine's Day working in the kitchen or waiting forever for a table at an overpriced restaurant. Call Joe's now, 248 477 Four three three three, and they'll make the food make you look like a hero. That's actually a good move. 
Anything you want prepared, name it. Joe's will have it ready for your Valentine. So call 248-477-4333 and make sure you tell them Drew and Mike sent you. Joe's Produce Gourmet Market in Livonia. Life is what you make it at Joe's. Call 248-477-4333. Go to joesproduce.com to check out their menu and get started. All right. And uh, Zah was in the news today. Zah Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. They, okay, this woman who doesn't have wheels, and I think she's, you know, 60 or 57 years old, something like that. She has to walk 2.7 miles to work and back every day. She works at a, I mean, it's like a retail job or something. And she found a bag with a bunch of wedding cards and 15,000 bucks in it, and she returned it to the people. Oh, nice. And so people were like, oh, my God, who would do something so stupid? What a sweet woman. (laughs) So... Zah Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram gave her some new wheels, oh, some brand wow. new wheels. I was like, wow, that's a really nice story. Yeah, it's a, 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 green, a green Jeep. And she has a GoFundMe, too. Really? That's her favorite uh, color. Mm-hmm. Is, wait, did she didn't put it up, did she? Did no, somebody else put it up? No. That's How much great. cash is in it? 70 grand. 70? Really? Yeah. Up to 81. It's fucking great. Oh, it's up to 81. That's awesome. Good, well, for, good her. for her. What's her name? Diane Gordon? Yes. Diane Gordon. Gordon. Diane Gordon. (laughs) Good for Diane. It's pronounced Gordon. And good uh, on Zot, man. Yeah, good for Zot. And of course, they've got uh, lots of deals for you over there, too. Uh, They're not going to give you a free Jeep. You're going to have to return some money to somebody. (laughs) Set something up. I got another comment on this story when you're done with the read. Um, If you can't find the car of your dreams at Zot Chrysler, Chrysler Jeep and Dodge, and Dodge Ram, I mean. Uh, they will custom order for you. Jeff Schneider or Thad Zot will custom order your new ride and get you exactly what you want. So check out Ram Power Days at all three Zot locations. Highland, White Lake, New Hudson. Lease a new 22 Ram 1500 at 449 a month. Or a new 22 Jeep Compass for just 299 a month. And when you order a new vehicle, you get 500 bucks in Mopar accessories. Finally, no better place to turn in your lease than Zot because all the extra equity from your current vehicle gets put down to lower your payment on the new one. Get details and surf their sexy inventory at dealsinthed.com. So done their good deed for the year. So Diane Gordon, you know, fi- like you said, fourteen or $15,000 in wedding cards. All I can think of is, so who's this couple and which one of them lost it? Yeah. You well, know, that's what I wanted to know, you know too. Trouble. That's the only, exactly, Trudy. Yeah. That's <laughs> the only part missing. Somebody got yelled at. You know, exactly. Huge. And now, and now that, whichever one it is, the husband or the wife is probably like, what does it matter? We got it back. Oh, plus, still going on. They caused this entire virtuous event to happen. So, Let's see, would those yeah, be? Yeah, but that's a pretty sweaty few hours. Do people just put cash in wedding cards? Yes. Yeah. Ah. Oh. So, because I was thinking the the whole process of telling people it was, I don't want to tell everybody that. Oh no, you don't. You just. So th- those people are probably finding this out too. That, oh, uh, great. Again, bunch of cash and they fucking lost it. Idiots. <laughs> dumb shits. Which dumb shit lost the money? Hurry, <laughs> you're right. Thank you, guys. We don't know who gave what. Was it? You know that was going should on. We, should we look? What does it give their name? The, no. Right? Whoa, come on. No. So by the, Diane won't give it up. It's by the side of the road, like where she was walking then? I thought it was at the grocery store where she worked. Oh, maybe. okay. Wow. How would you like to win a suite at Ford Field for the 2023 football season? Get to Lady Jane's today for an award-winning haircut experience, and you will automatically qualify for your chance to live the sweet life at a Lions game in 2023. I swear, I'm shocked at how excited I am about the Lions this coming year. Lady Jane's haircuts for men walk in anytime, seven days a week. It's just wickedly awesome. 
And uh, Madonna, of course, she couldn't just let well enough alone. She couldn't just go, oh, boy, I fucked up. I got to stop doing shit to my face. <laughs> she put out this long post, and it's funny. I, if the responses were all like, go to bed, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Because her post is just so stupid. She's my grandma. No, it's full. It's it's bullshit too. It's just full. Of no, it's it's such an overreaction. It's it's uh, she's com- complaining about misogyny and ageism. Well, no, like, on the it's night, the opposite. On the night Bonnie Raitt won the award too. Well, nobody said nobody made fun of Bonnie Raitt except for Trudy. I did. Here's what I most, own that. Here's what <laughs> color most, that piece of hair. Here's what most people were doing. They were they were tweeting out pictures of their moms who are older and next to Madonna's face and going, I think my mom is as beautiful as whatever Madonna is trying to be because they think they look normal and they still look beautiful. And then a lot of people were also, oh, Madonna must fucking hate Susanna Hoffs. She and Susanna Hoffs are the same age from uh-huh. the bangles. Mm-hmm. Susanna Hoff, she looks beautiful. She yeah. really looks strikingly beautiful. She's 64. And so they were tweeting out Susanna Hoffs next to Madonna. Oh, oh my God, Madonna must be so pissed at her. I'm surprised she didn't curse her out in this thing. But yeah, yeah, but did Su- Su- Susanna Hoffs have how many dicks? 68, did you guys? Know? Oh, yeah. She, yeah and she's never been Susanna around Hoffs. Rodman. No, I'm just saying. Comparing her to Madonna. Madonna. Oh, yeah, yeah. Her odometer is far yeah. lower. No, Madonna has 69 in her team photos. Susanna Hoffs has beep, boop, boop, six. Yeah, and Rodman put a lot of miles Exactly, on, yeah, Madonna. at least three buses worth. And one of Hoff's is Emilio Estevez, and the other is Prince, oh, yeah, Michael J. Fox. So these are all little men. Prince nailed Gentle. Susanna Hoff's? Yeah. Well, he gave her that Tucker. song. I know, but Jesus. 1986. <laughs> it happened. He got everyone, didn't he? Everyone <laughs> yeah, he wanted. He did, Neil. All kinds it, of beautiful women. Isn't she missing someone from that? Who Didn't she do the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction for that one guy who was so hot for her? Is it the raspberry? No. No, the zombies. Zombies, right? yeah. She so nailed that guy. <laughs> she is a big, she's kind of a groupie. I mean, she loves musicians. She admits it. I mean, for why she loves music. Anyway, Madonna, a uh, huge conspiracy theory. She's a victim of misogyny, ageism, and she's a victim of a close up photo that was taken by a long lens camera by a press photog that would distort anyone's face. Wrong. So we then she's a victim of TV screens, too, because all the TV screens were fucking her over. <laughs> yeah. um, she was a victim of people's eyes. Everybody's <laughs> eyes were fucking her over. All the filters that didn't work and didn't show up. Um, I know. See. It was a TV camera that mainly caught her that got everyone's reaction. What is she talking about? Yeah, I, making shit up, Drew. Where's, where are the pictures? I want to see the evidence here. You didn't see her? I saw it, but it seems like it was Ah, way far away. Just search Madonna on Twitter. You'll see it a billion times. Um, She's a victim also of a world that refuses to celebrate Ah. women past the age of 45. A world that needs to punish women who continue to be strong-willed, hardworking, and adventurous. Funny how she makes herself the star in all these claims. Once again, Bonnie Raitt, songwriter of the year. Um, she's not apologizing for the way I look or dress. Nobody's asking you to apologize for the way you dress. They were stunned at the way you look. Um, I understand this is all a test. I'm happy to be this trailblazer so that all the women behind me have an easier time in years to come. But they're not going to have an easier time if they have to do all that kind of surgery to their face. <laughs> old bag with old bag titties. I mean, that's really a, quite a huge conspiracy that all these people are out to uh, put her down. And destroy her, punish her for being strong-willed, hardworking, and adventurous. Get out of here. Madonna, you fucking go to bed, Grandma. Really. <laughs> the other annoying Seriously. thing she said is, 
they're focusing on the wrong thing. And it's like Kim was the first trans woman to perform or whatever in the Grammys. And I'm like, oh, yeah. well, that's your fault for talking so long and being so weird looking. I would <laughs> like to volunteer to take this old bird out of her misery. You're and the one that people, took her thunder. People were talking about her. She looks like yeah. Chris, Chrissy Teigen in this picture. Oh, yeah, yeah there's a, you're right. There is a resemblance. But um, she's an old lady. I mean, look at her. She's... Old. There's two really big things. Okay, they were all pointed out what's been done, mm -hmm. likely. Yeah. But two that I think really stand out is one, her forehead has so much filler in it. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Somebody gave a side view of a normal woman her age, and her and her forehead juts out because there's so much fucking filler in it. Yeah. Probably for wrinkles, I guess, but yeah. it looks it looks nuts. And her it's made her eyebrows look weird. You have had a big fucking head lately. Why don't and you also, come back to reality? Also, she has no neck. Where'd her neck go? <laughs> Did they remove her neck? Probably. Her eyebrows she are non-existent. Or yeah, yeah she, she used to have nice penciled, eyebrows. I liked her eyebrows. Penciled on or something. Where's my neck? <laughs> so, yeah, that was, uh, boy, what a shame. All these people conspiring to fuck her over. And then also she in the... She should get some of those pubes transplanted to her eyebrows. Because doesn't she have a huge bush in that sex book? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. she could just put some I, of those up there. So I she has normal eyebrows. Back in the day, though, she probably shaved it so much in between. She has nothing grown there anymore, I think either. she can grow eyebrows. I think she's proven that. Over <laughs> Not the year. anymore. I think she's tweezed them or something. But anyway, in, in the go-to-bed grandma category also would be <laughs> Valerie Bertinelli, who I, 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 ever, I can't believe this is a story. She TikToks and Instagrams, I lost 10 pounds having a dry January. Well, the story is, how big of an alcoholic were you <laughs> to take a month off and lose 10 pounds? <laughs> just not drinking. Yeah, I know. So she must have been hitting the bottle hard and every other month before this past January. Well, she's kind of constantly crying on she is social always, media. She's yeah. drunk. I'm convinced she's just a drunk. Mm -hmm. She might be. Uh, but, you know, who cares if you're down a size in your jeans? We think you look fine. I mean, honestly, don't people generally think she's really cute? She's always cute. She's a little heavy sometimes. Who fucking cares? She's the only one that she's brings up her She's the one that goes ballistic about it. Well, you know, check us when you lost 20 or 30, I, I, Valerie. <laughs> <laughs> 10 is nothing. And by the way, when she lost 50 pounds and she's out and she's like, look at me in my bikini. And we knew she was going to gain them. Didn't really we know that? Don't we always know that? Yeah. Remember when Oprah carried out the the, the trailer of beef and was yeah. like, "Here's how much weight I lost." It was like you know, three hundred pounds of fat, cut <laughs> <laughs> off steak, and a yeah. little. I think it was in a trailer, wasn't it? Was it, it was in a wagon. Oh, was it a wagon? A wagon of fat. She was pulling behind her, and she looked ridiculous. She was so skinny. Her head looked gigantic. She looked like a bobblehead, <laughs> and we knew she gained it back. Everyone wanted her to gain it back. She looked weird. She's supposed to be fat. That's what happened to Al Sharpton, too. He looks weird yes. as hell. So does Al Roker. He's a balloon head. So anyway, um, Valerie, who, if she gets one comment on anything that she says anything down. bad about her, she loses her shit. So she, her explanation was um, why she's so happy. She says, this comes at a great time because I needed to heal after stumbling across some text calling me fat and lazy. God. And then she stumbling. Like, Who's drink. texting you that you're fat and lazy? Why don't you not stop texting with the person? Wait, block them. Wait, whatever. It's a, it's a text. A text. So, so much she knows. Text. And she inferred that it was her ex-husband, the one who she ditched for a week so she could watch. <laughs> she could butt in line in front of Eddie Van Halen's wife and watch him die. I was gonna say. I hope the front row. I hope it's Eddie Van Halen's <laughs> widow. <laughs> She's just texting her how huge oh. she is. Oh, wow. no. She she implied. 
two or three times as her ex-husband. She didn't call him out by name, but he is the guy that, what, two years ago, she ditched yeah. so she could butt in line in front of uh, Eddie's wife to be in the front row when he died and be hugging him. I was hugging him when he died. Not you. Not his wife. He wanted to be with me. You know, I pushed my way in there. I threw my weight around. She actually gained weight for the occasion. <laughs> <laughs> what a drunk. Oh, go to bed, Grandma. Jesus. Go to bed, Grandma. Shut <laughs> up, you drunken witch. And then, I guess uh, they're right. Senior citizens, although slow and dangerous behind the wheel, can still serve a purpose. You know, this might be uh, a good time. You got your uh, Ted Williams clip of the day? Oh, yeah. Did you get the the slow down jingle too? Yes, that guy nailed it. I Do you thought. think he did? Oh, I'm I'm 100% convinced cuz he also took and I'm really mad that we didn't think of this cuz we can do this too, but he took the music out. Mm. Um and really God, I can't find the email now, but I I thought he nailed it. Well, he says ruin that my entire boner line tomorrow. Says okay, Ted's well, Let's not play it then. No, we'll play it. Ted's <laughs> voice it's Not redoing the boner line. Your voice is dope too. Your voice is dope too. Yes, your voice is dope too, which is really dumb. I mean, they couldn't rewrite that. Well, or, you knew it'd be something really that's stupid. It, I don't think it's it either. Ted laughed. Nice laugh. Ted, Ted wrote that, didn't he? Probably. He just right. play the slow mo version. The whole thing's kind of funny. He plays has both jingles in slow mo. Hold on, I gotta find it. Um, too bad that uh, they didn't have the funds for a second take. On one of these, maybe. What? Why? Which, what did they do in the production well, as, of it? As uh, I think somebody pointed out, the Ted show is basically all costs and no revenue. True. So I don't think they were able to True. spend a lot of money on the jingle people. So they were not unable to afford a second take, apparently, because you can't understand the fucking jingle. Did he really get jingle people together and they performed it in a studio? That never like happens jingle. anymore, does it? John Williams with you. It's the golden voice, golden voice. It's the golden voice. Okay, here it comes. <laughs> it's coming. I love that song. <laughs> Play your a, voice is dope too. I <laughs> Nice so I think it's pretty pretty on. <laughs> but if you're going to say something that's stupid, it should at least be clear. Sure. Yeah, that's the genius behind it. His voice is dope. His voice isn't dope. It's deep. It's pretty dope. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I like that I voice. Just, I think it's Dope cool is voice. not the word I think of when I think of Ted Williams' voice. But if you're going like, to insist on trying to, you know, maybe it's your jingle, on, maybe it's clear. Maybe it's you're on some dope too. That That's makes right. sense. Yeah, that would, I can go with that. <laughs> anyway, more importantly, uh, we have a clip for today because I'm really having some Ted Williams withdrawal. You know it. Of course we do. Ted Williams with you. That's right. There was a there was this big ass bug. I don't know what it could have been a water bug. It could have been a, a, a centipede of some sorts and everything. But I wasn't gonna rest until that bad boy was dead. I looked for it. I did everything. I threw shit behind behind the dresser and everything. Finally, I <laughs> That's saw. That's how you get rid of bugs. Got my slipper and wham! You could hear the pus shit just blow, explode. <laughs> I killed it. 
And do you know I actually felt bad afterwards? Like I felt like, because I heard a minister say one day, said something about reincarnation. You know, there's a possibility that we might come back as something other than what the hell we are in, in, in living. And, I, and he said that God judges us. This, this is a minister, one of my evangelists. He got on there and said that God judges us the way we behave in things that we do, like killing animals and, oh God, and hunting and all of that That's stuff. not an animal. So I thought about that bug, and I said, Lord, please don't let me come, come back as no damn bug. bug. <laughs> I mean, that bug didn't. All he wanted to do was live, but he wasn't living in my house. I should have just scooped his ass up and flipped him outside. That would have been the wise thing to do. You know, especially after hearing that I might be reincarnated as something other. And I hope I don't come back as no damn bird, neither. Lord, I love you. You know what I do. <laughs> That's right. Um, I think there's probably some other ones he can scoop up and throw outside, maybe make up for. I don't think there's usually one giant bug behind your dresser. Yeah. I love that he thought about it after he threw stuff at it and then killed it. <laughs> Not to mention he squashed it and it was... Why did you say something was so high? Squeezing out. Of, he probably gross. slept in bugs when he was homeless, too. Ah, and ate them. Yeah. Yeah. He brought him in the hot fucking house. You know that. He <laughs> 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 came with him. What a concept. Why is he so pissed? <laughs> oh, Ted. He live in Columbus, maybe? Or now? I don't, I don't know. know. Where is he now? Yeah, There's I've... talk about him being the booth announcer for the next. Uh, Right. I think he's in either the Columbus talk. area or the Cleveland. He just bounces uh, around Ohio. Huh. I think he's in Columbus. I don't know. I mean, should we call the Ted Williams show? Is there a listing for the Ted Williams show? Yeah, it is. I don't think there is. Does he ever put a phone number up? It's disconnected, whatever it is, to call it. He's not still doing shows, is he? Shows. Is TV he, show? You mean his TV show or his YouTube show? His YouTube show, yeah. I, I thought he pod faded. It seems like two weeks ago was the last show, and that would have been about a week ago. Do you see a new show, Brandon? No, but like I said, it could just be seasons. And plus, he's probably putting these together and shopping it. He's got to book people, too. He definitely needs a break. Yeah. No, I think a, a network's bound to pick it up. I, don't know I hope. Works. God, I hope so. Can I think he at least would, fill in for The Daily Show? Wouldn't I guarantee you. Yeah, if he filled in The Daily Show, that night would do great. If he did one <laughs> night, it would kill. Awesome. people go, oh, my God, that homeless guy. That's great. Fecal He's got an incredible matter. voice. Monday would be phenomenal. Friday, not so much. People Get off like, the corner, crackhead. <laughs> 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 hey, you know, uh, John Fee's show is an important show. John Hinckley, it looks like, is having another show. Yes, he is. In Williamsburg. And um, I saw the, the poster. Man, what a powerful rockin' poster that is. Look at that poster. Live in concert, baby. That is just fucking killer. It's a all-green background. Hey, everybody. With a picture of John Hinckley, who looks like he's what a lump. falling asleep while he's strumming a guitar. Yeah. Everybody, my concert's on April 29th. It'll be at the Norge Community Hall in Norge, Virginia. The doors open at 6, and the concert starts at 7. There's a $20 cover charge at the door. That's not even on the poster, though. You have to ask for tickets to get that information. The poster just says... John Hinckley live in concert. <laughs> and then that sleepy picture of him with a guitar with just a black background. It's just black and green. John Hinckley live in concert. My name is written on my guitar. <laughs> but, uh, I just went to the Norge Community Hall, and they have a picture of it. I swear this is the place he worked at. Remember when he was working at that church community hall? Yeah. It looks just like this place. Is that oh. how? Is that the only place that'll book them? Is the place he used oh, to? Oh, the church. They're going to keep the money. Yeah. It really looks like it. 
But can you imagine to go to see someone in concert in live in concert? <laughs> you have to you have to profess your interest and then they have to tell you to get to the town on a certain date and you'll be given the location of the venue on the day before the like, concert. Like Anthony. And then have twenty dollars. Yeah, Anthony Kumia has the same. And don't issue. forget tomorrow morning is your chance to win a pair of tickets to see this man live <laughs> in concert. How fucking stupid is that? Chappelle did it when he came here. Who? Chappelle. Yeah, he announced it pretty, but you, you, I mean, you knew when he was playing and where he was playing, but you had like two weeks to buy, I mean, it's two weeks away instead of doing it eight months ahead of time. This is a little different. In in Anthony Kumi's case, it's because they get so much trolling at the venue. Uh. They don't want the shit. They want the show because the show will be big. They'll have great attendance and people, people are conditioned now to go to this town know that the day of, they're going to get the location and they're going to go. Oh, okay. And then people don't have time to troll the place. You know, like uh, Carl's event was trolled so badly at uh, DabbleCon in Rochester that the mayor and the police chief called the venue. I mean, what the fuck? What is, what is wrong? You don't know the mayor. What the fuck is going on with well, Maybe people? we should call this place in support of John. <laughs> don't let him Where'd you get? Where did you get the venue information? He posted it. Oh, he posted it today? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the end of the event then. There's a phone number. You want to call him? Yeah. Okay. You're right, Drew, because the first one that was yesterday was, big news everybody, <laughs> I have a concert in Williamsburg, Virginia area. If you want to attend, email me, johnhinkley413 at yahoo.com. Which rockin' listener Jason did. And Jason got the response, thank you for wanting to attend my concert, plan to be in Williamsburg April 29th, you'll be given the exact location of the venue on the 28th, there will be a $20 cover charge, cash only, thank you. But it doesn't even mention the venue in... Cash only. But yeah. So yeah, let's call the venue. Okay. Turn it out here. There you go, there's a guy's name with a phone number, his name's Chris. Oh, I, I predict that now that John has tweeted it out, they're going to be saying, uh, not really sure this is going to be happening. Because two months, two plus months ahead of time is crazy. They're going to get so many fucking beefing people calling. Every single concert on his tour got canceled last time, and then he did a surprise one. I think he fucked up. (laughs) Getting out the location. God, he's terrible. Hi, um, I was calling about the John Hinckley concert. Mm I'm the only thing I have to do with that is I'm renting the building to him, so I don't know anything about it. Okay, because you know a lot of them got canceled. Uh, I got bought tickets in the past, and the thing with cancel, I just wanted to make sure this isn't going to be canceled because a lot of people are really getting angry about it. Because he did shoot the president, and he shot two police officers, and he shot uh, and killed James Brady. So, um, and why do you feel the need to tell me this? Uh, b- because that's why people get upset about him being at your venue. Don't back down if, they, if people call and complain. Yeah, I just want to know if, if this is I mean, really going to happen. Should I bother and make plans? Well, how, how should I know? He's rented it. That's all I know. How much? Well, um, how, what's a, lady, hey, hey whoa, shut whoa, up, lady. Whoa, hey, whoa. Lady. <laughs> she, she I think we got disconnected. <laughs> shut up, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Here we make, are calling to support her and find out some information. And she turns on us. It didn't make sense. Shut no, up, lady. Get, no. She said he's hanging up, and I told her, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, best behavior. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, lady. Shut up, lady. 
lady. Sorry to Jodie Foster. Sorry to Jodie Foster. Oh, no, not you, cat. <laughs> Hi, you've reached oh. Chris Hamilton Petty's. Do a voicemail track. Leave a voicemail that you want to read. And the president of the North. <laughs> April 29th. So if you're looking for one of those, please leave a message and I'll get back to you. But I guess they, they don't want to run it. Bye. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. All right. I'm pretty sure we got disconnected. I was trying to tell you how much we supported this event and I wanted to go and next thing you know you were hanging up and I don't know I just didn't understand why you got so bent out of shape but um, uh, anyway I'll try later because I think we got DQ'd. See you. See you. Sorry to Jodie Foster. Two months ago. So why is it that you need to tell me this? Two months ago. One star. Short and precise. Really rude woman. Kind of felt like she was racist. <laughs> Paid the $250 while talking over the phone. Sent her a screenshot as a donation. She said, great. Then she checked back and said, I haven't received the deposit. So I sent her the pic four more times. She kept saying, she, I can't see it in words, whatever that means. But until she but until she noticed, she kept pressing phone screen, blocking the amount, whatever. I don't know. Anyways, I'm eight months pregnant and had a really bad time with this lady. Every time I asked her something, she could not answer politely. Extremely rude. So it's not just us. Okay. My husband stayed until 12, cleaning the restrooms, mopping the floor, cleaning the counters, and she still kept the $75 deposit. At this point, I don't even care. She can keep the money. I guess she needs it more than, than I need to feed my family. Are these are these one-star reviews? That was a one star, the, that's the only one-star review. What is it What is it again? The It's a community hall in Williamsburg. Wow. Well, I feel totally vindicated. Yeah, she's <laughs> rude. I'm glad I told her to shut up now. She rips off people for their deposit. Yeah, go ahead. Try to rink off John, rip off John Hinckley. See how that goes, lady. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> nice going. Speaking of getting ripped off, that reminds me. I stumbled into this story today. Just like Valerie stumbled into those terrible texts. Right. Yeah. I stumbled into this story. It was a real story about this woman that won the lottery in 2015. Her name's Marie Holmes. And she's a single mom. She has two kids. She's 26. And she wins $188 million, which is like, this is the greatest story because she works at McDonald's and she works at some second job and she's scraping by to raise these two kids. One of the kids has, I think, cerebral palsy. Oh, she's a really, it's like, wow, this is perfect, perfect winner. So um, it starts off with she takes the $127 million. Um, you can get 188 over 30 years, but she's like, oh, no, I got to have it all up, up front. And then she gets taxed $51 million. Then she gives her church 10%. It's like, oh, man, come on. And that sounded really dubious, like the church was getting greedy. She ended up giving the church $9.7 million, which is well over 10%. And this guy apparently built this. He claimed, she said she'd pay for this building I'm building, so she's got to pay for it. And then she did. Then, unfortunately, she has a boyfriend named Lamar McDowell whose nickname is Hot Sauce. That's his gang nickname. Oh, cool. And he's recently been arrested for trying to distribute 9,600 units of heroin. Not cool. Yeah, so um, he's in jail. First thing she does is buys him a $15,000 Rolex so he can, you know, look cool in jail. <laughs> then she decides, well, I, let's go back to court and find out what his bail is. I don't want him sitting there in jail. She bails him out for $2 million. He gets arrested twice while he's on bail. She bails him out for... Uh, let's see, six million and twelve million. 
Jeez. So she made a money. Actually, altogether, it's funny because somebody's interviewing Hot Sauce, the boyfriend, <laughs> and said, "You know, don't you feel bad? She spent twenty-one million dollars bailing you out." And he's like, "It was only ten percent." <laughs> Oh, it was only two point one million. Like, what do you get all crazy about twenty one million? It's two point one million. What's a big damn deal? Anyway, he's. You pull that hot shot stuff around me, and I'll break every bone in your goddamn body. Do you understand me? And I'll pop your head like a zit. <laughs> so this guy has just bled her dry for all this crap. Just total crap. She bought him 77 acres for his ATV track. Cool. She bought him an auto restoration business that was extravagantly expensive. It was like, how can an auto restoration place cost that much? She bought him um, over $100,000 in jewelry and clothes, a Chevy Stingray for $250,000. And that's a dumb question. Did she put it in his name? or is No, it, it's oh. all, it was all in her name. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, She's he, not that. I don't think he understood that. Like a sugar mama? I mean, well, he's not an old guy. She loves him. Anyway, she bought him a Silverado. Cool. And so then he went to prison, and she found out that he'd been spending all this money on whores. Oh. <laughs> like thousands and thousands of dollars on whores. Then he had mistresses who were coming after her, claiming guy. that he damaged her, and you have two kids with him, so you got to pay me. She actually paid money to some mistresses. I was like, why is she paying these what? people? And then he sued her for a couple million bucks from prison, and I guess his suit got thrown out. So sued her for what? Because she said she got rid of all my stuff. <laughs> so I signed it over to her to take care of it while I was in prison, and she sold all my shit. Good for her. Yeah. So he wanted her uh, the value of his uh, ATV track, his restoration business, which went out of business by the almost immediately, his Silverado, his Chevy Stingray, and all that, and so. She may have some major gang activity after her. I'll move. Change your name. Fucking over hot sauce. (laughs) Hot sauce. (laughs) She bought time for Dan Wetzel here. This lady sounds so nice. Yeah, we need to talk to him. How does this nice lady get mixed up with hot sauce? She gets so so much money. Wow. Dan, 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 Dan. Tell Dan uh, we'll just finish the commercial here, Brandon. We'll be right with him, though. Go ahead, Trudy. (laughs) Yeah, uh, Valentine's Day at Dr. Roche's office is uh, going to be very special because they have specials. Um, you can get a package of three diva treatments and three external tightening or laser hair removal sessions of $1,500 value. Um, also, uh, $550 off of breast augmentation, complimentary skin tight with purchase of minimally invasive breast lifts. So a lot of uh, breast enhancing going on at Dr. Roche's office and... Always. You can get the Madonna special, one syringe of filler for your lips, or uh, get one half off, buy one, get one, or a uh, fat transfer to the lips, complimentary, uh, as well as Fractora. All of those things at the offices of Dr. Roche to make it even more beautiful, your fuller lips, uh, more kissable for Valentine's Day. Call them for a consult at 248-338-1110. All right. Um, so, Dan, I think, is Dan on Radio Row? Did he? Dan, are you there? I'm here. All right. Dan, 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 Dan. <laughs> Super Bowl correspondent, Dan Wetzel. Um, are you on Radio Road today, Dan? I was there earlier. I am not there right now. Sorry. <laughs> no, <laughs> when we were on Radio Road, it was always, you get all these people who are plugging crap. Do you have a fashion line or some, some hot sauce that you're plugging? Or are you, <laughs> you're just talking football. 
I'm just talking. I'm always plugging 24 seconds bar and go. Right <laughs> <in Michigan. laughs> that ought to give me a free. That ought to give me a free Miller Light or something, right? Hey, 24 um, seconds. They've been around a while, actually. Great haven't place. they? Yeah. Yeah. Excellent love place. Love it. Yep. I saw you. You were writing about the Tom Brady deal, which uh, it's funny. We've been talking about that, and I, I kept saying that seems like way too much money. Three hundred seventy-five million for ten years. Isn't that crazy? I, I don't know. I don't know why they pay these announcers. I, I don't. I don't understand. I don't want to sound like I'm sour grapes because I would gladly be the thirty-seven and a half million dollar um, broadcaster. But um, like, how often do you watch a game because of the announcer? Never, never, and never, never. Right? And then, how often would you actually turn off if the announcer? The announcer <laughs> would have to be so bad to make you not watch, particularly what you're doing with a, a Brady or like a Joe Buck and Troy Aikman or Romo, like they're, they're broadcasting the best game each week. So these broadcasters, if they're just reasonably competent, they would get the exact same number. Perhaps you could be so bad that you'd be like, yeah, I don't want to watch the Super Bowl. But pretty much that would be, it, it would be almost impossible. You just turn off the volume. No, um, I, so I have no idea what their value is. Other than, like, you want a decent broadcast because you want a good broadcast, but it seems like there's a thousand guys who could do a decent broadcast. I, I think the value, Not, I, the counter might be like, well, if the game's a blowout or a boring game, these guys might keep you around, but that's not true. No. I don't think anybody does that. I honestly, since since the Monday Night Football booth, the original one when I was a kid, yeah. I, I never really thought, oh, I can't wait to hear the broadcast tonight. I just, I, and I like some of these guys. Um, and I always like. I thought Tony Robo was great. And Dan, this is the other weird thing. Why is everyone talking about this Tony Romo intervention? He's like the worst guy in the world now. I thought he was in good standing. I don't know. Everyone's down on Tony Romo all of a sudden. I think it's just like internet. You know, you can't can't say <laughs> people got to complain about something. I don't, I don't know. I agree. I Did, mean, Romo. Okay, good. I, he doesn't bother me one bit. So Greg Olson is the yeah. guy that, that's filling in until Brady comes in. Oh, everyone loves Olson all of a sudden. Someone said, well, how do you he, – he had a press thing yesterday, and we were talking to him, and they're like, well, what do you think? Everyone loves you. And he's like, yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. He's like, I know better than I do. I think anyone uh, really likes me because in about a year, that can completely change. I'm just trying to do the best job. But he's the perfect example. Greg Olson was a really good tight end for the Carolina Panthers. He was not a famous player. And – was, you know, certainly wasn't a Cowboys quarterback or a Patriots quarterback or something, but he turned out to just be able to do a decent, good, good, solid job. And so everyone likes him. Um, and I don't know what they're paying him, but it isn't 37 million or the 17 million for eight men or whatever. I, I just, I don't get these salaries. I don't know what, what the value is on it. I just, I don't know what extra viewer you get. I do, like, I understand, like, Table news shows, or or even the evening news, or or certain certain thing, uh, even like a Scott Van Pelt at night would get a maybe add you a you know people like watching after the game a Scott Van Pelt on ESPN. Like there's certain obviously media personality. You got your whole show is is right. Yeah, I mean it's it's all about us. It's a broadcast. (laughs) I just want to watch the football game. I'm there. Amen. Patrick Mahomes, not for who's telling me it's Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to really test your uh, knowledge here, Dan. Do you remember? I think because I think Greg Olson's one of his best claims to fame is that he was a member of the Seventh Floor Crew. Yes. Do you remember that? 
What's the seventh? I do, crew? yeah. When he, he played, yeah, it was like a rap. Yeah, they did they did raps out of and and the whole crew at the University of Miami. Oh man, infamous Miami group. Yeah, it was very <laughs> it was very uh, risque. I guess would be the way to say it. About all the bitches and yeah. Well, you you no would have thought, yeah, you probably would prefer that doesn't come back out. Don't get canceled, <laughs> I think. If, yeah, uh, maybe. If, hey, speak, if, if poor guy. <laughs> speaking of controversy, have you bumped into Jackson Mahomes? <laughs> I have not run into Jackson uh, at the Super Bowl, but I'm sure he's here. He's getting a- somewhere doing TikTok. <laughs> will, you, will you please try to get in one of his TikToks? That would be so awesome. That would help you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be a background dancer. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You could only win with that. <laughs> he's getting so much crap today because he just put out a TikTok with a he's getting on a private jet and he's he's got his Range Rover and people are like, You're flexing your wealth, man. But isn't that what TikTok's for? Everybody well, yeah. yeah, but everyone he didn't does. earn it and everyone knows that. I for some reason, you know, people do this all the time. For some reason he can't get away with it. Is it just because he's Patrick's brother? Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, because his brother's more the purity famous. of TikTok. Yeah, the I don't know. Of yeah, no, they 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 don't like Jackson Mahomes, and they don't like um, Brittany. I think it's Brittany, his wife. Yeah, uh, she's very unpopular with the TikTok uh, uh, community, if you will. Oh yeah, Brittany. Um, yeah, and I don't know why. Like they they get mad at her, and it's like like Patrick Mahomes and and Brittany have been together since like freshman year of high school. Like they grew up in the same town and. And uh, he likes her and whatever. And it's like, well, you know, you didn't earn your money. And it's like, well, oh, well. Like, <laughs> like she's supposed to apologize because her boyfriend in high school happened to turn out to be Patrick Mahomes. Like, yeah. okay. Yeah, so. I, think, I think people don't like her because uh, she, she like, claps back at other players and stuff. And Yeah, uh, she's kind of a wise ass. It's like, it's like, you know, he I think just it's they like being in the mood. Yeah. Well, Patrick is so humble, and he seems like such an all-around Everyone good guy. Him. Yeah, why does he have this this jackass brother's like, look at my private jet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he should get rid of those two, his brother and his wife. Thank you. Um, now, yeah. the other important story. Everyone likes Patrick, though. They yeah. do. Now, the important story this week, besides Jax Mahomes, is, of course, uh, Donna Kelsey, who, Dan, uh, sh- have you signed the petition to have her do the coin toss? I'm sure you have. I did not, but she got to ask the first question today of Roger Goodell. At the Rock. <laughs> He's everywhere. He's everywhere. And what was her question? Uh, she asked him on her his pod on their podcast or something. I don't. And then she asked uh, about raising boys, and I could, I don't even remember. Whatever. I love her. <sighs> Look at okay. So she's everywhere. She's milking this thing for everything, <laughs> but. Let, let's consider this story now. Imagine raising two kids, neither one of whom were high school football stars. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the older one, Jason, was a zero-star recruit who walked on to the University of Cincinnati. Now, if you heard of a kid, like some kid at your local high school, like, well, he's going to walk on somewhere. You're like, okay, whatever, right? And then his brother comes along, and he becomes a two-star out of five. Low-level recruit. He goes to Cincinnati only because his little brother's there. Neither one of them were actually that good. And now they're both going to the Hall of Fame and playing each other in the Super Bowl. (laughs) This is totally nuts. And this is not like like Patrick Mahomes' dad was a pro athlete, right? Mm -hmm. Like you probably – what happened to Jackson? That's the problem. Two Kelsey brothers. (laughs) (laughs) What the heck, Jackson? You got the bloodline. I mean, think about how bizarre this is. Like, those two clown Kelsey brothers from my town in Ohio, <laughs> we didn't even know were any good, 
<laughs> like they just like crushed beer cans off their head and like ran around and hit people. They weren't even any good at football. Are now both in the Super Bowl and both going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, this is nuts. And so I like her. I, I have no. They prob- are both that. They are both, both that good. Oh huh? yeah. Wow. Yeah. And and I have no problem with them or the mom. My problem is just how. And, and maybe this is just the nature of Super Bowl is that. Every story is about them and, her and the mom. Over and over. We only have like four stories we can write. It's like it's, it's a you don't know. We sign a contract and we get punished. No, yeah, it's, it's, I get it. So I, okay. I was actually Dan- down on the Kelsey brothers until this week. I really thought about it, and I'm like, this is absolutely amazing. Huh. Like that's absolutely crazy that there's two of them in one family, and they're not. It's not like LeBron's kids. I bet they both make the NBA, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. These are just two dudes from Ohio who are both not ones that Ohio State wanted or anybody even wanted. So I've kind of come around on But I agree. The, the three or four Super Bowl angles that just get repeated nonstop just get exhausting. Okay, we need this. she is milking this thing. We need the skinny. Uh, why was Michael Irvin sent home by the NFL Network? What is up? <laughs> what is going on? I don't on? know. And I had to probably can have some suspicions. <laughs> I don't know, man. Playmaker, play, playmaker is going to make plays. I don't know. I, I have no idea. What, yeah, it sounds like it's a, no idea, a, a a one minute interaction with a woman in the lobby, and the hotel made him leave. What what could oh, happen? I, I, I mean, I, know, I think I know what he might have said. There's got to be something there for the NFL Network to just say, you know what, just we're going to move you from this hotel, put you in a different hotel, and just stay away. I mean, doesn't it have to be something? Got to be. On the Did you saw the electricity well, in the air? Maybe it was that. Uh, Trudy, I, look, the NFL does not need uh, scandal coming from a retired former, you know, retired player working on their network. So. There's not going to be a lot of leniency. What you could yeah. get away with when he was catching touchdown passes, you may not be able. I don't know what happened, um, but let's say you know the bet MGM odds were not going to be that <laughs> uh, uh, off the charts. That if some NFL Network personality was going to get hit on this, he would win one of the betting things. Was she, was she hot? Is, She's got to be hot. The she has to be. No, 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 no. So it was what I it was think? what Joe Namath said. Yeah. Only I want to. Oh, it was. <laughs> Oh, I want to kiss you. you. Well, he said he was out drinking and he didn't remember it. And then they said, well, it's it's on surveillance. So, you know, listening to the interview that he did with that Dallas morning, whatever that Dallas radio show was, he seemed perplexed by it. Really? Utterly perplexed. Like, whatever I did is totally normal. But I mean, there must be there must be something there for them to just hide him away. You that would be one heck of a video, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, 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 Dan, you were at Roger Goodell's press conference, as you mentioned, and, and Kelsey's uh, parent or mom got the first question. Is that just to divert attention from the CTE study? I mean, did people <laughs> did people hammer Roger Goodell with tough questions today? They usually do. Yeah, so it's supposed to be like an hour, like from noon to one today. It was like Roger Goodell. But then they start like nine minutes late. <laughs> then they have the, like, in-house questions by whoever the interviewer is for, for like one of the networks. That's like four questions. Then they get Kelsey's mom. Oh boy. Then they have like play 60 kids. Oh my God. By the end, there's like 10 questions. It sounds like the Grammys uh, trying to exhaust everybody for the real questions. It's not exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a little, it's a little soft. There's a lot of softball um, or prepared ones. You know, what can you do better about this or that? Um, So, 
yeah, you know, there's always some CTE questions and different highs. I my big thing was that you know I wanted to know like would they move the conference championship games and there was a lot of questions refereeing that I think a lot of fans really um, would be you know most interested in. We you just don't get to it's just uh, it's it's pretty controlled. They don't let dear leader Roger Goodell out too much. Like it, it you know like Joe Biden's got to stand up there and get booed and heckled and <laughs> Roger just comes out and like you know you know, smoothly shifts through a couple questions and heads back into his, uh, oh, that's weak. His nobody yells, office. nobody else. Liar. That's weak. No, no. And like, if Roger Goodell was going to like move the Super Bowl, say from Sunday to Saturday, so right. like that would have a bigger impact oh, on yeah. Americans lives than whatever the heck <laughs> it would. Joe Biden actually, you know I mean, my people would be more up and on. Oh my, you know, right. Like, like, <laughs> it was like you're gonna get a, a quarter point tax return break. Uh, like what? And you're like they're gonna move the Super Bowl Saturday night, man. Yes, you're. Allu- you alluded to the fact that they because you know the whole idea that the AFC Championship almost ended up in a neutral site. So people have talked. Is there is that real consideration that they'll move those championships to neutral sites? Is there more money in there? I that's, that's what I actually wanted to ask, but I didn't get called on. Because, um, like, imagine... <laughs> Donna Kelsey got a question. I know, yeah, Donna, Donna Kelsey got a question. Um, <laughs> it's like, imagine, and I know this is, you know, almost beyond imagination, but, like, the Lions, like, the Lions can win the NFC. Uh, no, like, let's say the Lions could host the, the conference championship game next year. It's, it's really not out of the question. Hmm. And imagine if they moved it. Like, to a neutral site and took it away from Detroit fans. And you're like, I've been going to watch this terrible team for 60 years <laughs> or 50 years, and I don't get to watch the championship game in Detroit. Like, you just took it away from me and put it in Atlanta so you could, like, sell more corporate seats or, you know, just squeeze yeah. an extra penny out of this thing. Um, and then, you know, that's it. And I don't care if you actually you're going all the time. Like, I was at the Kansas City KC's hosted it five years in a row, and I was there for this year's AFC Championship game. Wow. And the city's just on. I mean, they're, they're electric. It's, it's the greatest thing that happened. Right? I mean, the, play, yeah. the whole city is just electrified at how excited they are that the AFC Championship game is. So to move that away for That's some nuts. extra money. No way. I don't think it will happen. I don't think there's enough owners to support it. You actually only need eight owners to block it. And I know at least two have come out and said no, including Kansas City. Um, of course. But that's the type of thing I would hate to see go to neutral site because the Super Bowl is one thing, and it's it, you, it's you, there's a lot that goes into a Super Bowl that you almost need to know where it's going to be. It, it's it's more than just a football game. It's this massive marketing and entertainment event, and the halftime show, and all the stuff that goes around it. But um, the atmosphere for a Super Bowl is never really that good inside the stadium because it's. You know, like one third, it's like two thirds are real fans and a third aren't. It's just not the same. You I can't know, tailgate the way you did. So much better to play these things on the real stadium of the higher seed. There's a lot of wasted tickets in the Super Bowl, too. People just like want to go to the party and they get dragged along because there's somebody's plus one. Right. Right. They're not into the game where when you're in Kansas City, you know, you're in Kansas City a week and a half ago, like, that crowd, they never sat. They stood the entire oh. game. Like, people are just so into the game. It was they stood the game. entire game to watch, right? And it's, and it's freezing. That's an outdoor stadium. It's cold. They don't care. Like, they were barbecuing at 6 in the morning. Like, it's the biggest thing to hit Kansas City. And, and, and this was five straight years, and there isn't one bit 
of, of you know, uh, excitement lost. Uh, and football, because of the Super Bowl, it's the only pro sport that you don't win the champ. That you don't win, you can't win the championship on your home field. Mm-hmm. Like World Series, basketball, hockey, you might win on the road in a series, but you also could win at home. And it's the only one that takes the championship away from the fans. And so I would hate to say him take an extra round yeah, that's, away that's from nuts. the fans. The exception of the Rams last yeah. year, though, right? Yeah, that's true. The Rams. That's right. Hey, Dan. Uh, well, you've, that's true. You've done. Uh, you've covered a lot of true crime related stuff. Um, you were at the uh, the trial in Cleveland for the who's the tight end for the. I think it was in Brownies. San Diego, uh, Kellen Winslow Jr. Oh, was that? Yeah. yeah. And Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Hernandez. The and, documentary. Uh, yeah. And so um, naturally, I was wondering. Michael Vick, yep. I mean, it seems to me you do uh, take an interest in some of these things. Do you know anything? Because I've read absolutely nothing about the Akib Talib and his brother thing. I mean, the, this coach of a nine year old team was shot and killed. Akib Talib assaulted him, his brother shot him. But I haven't read anything about the story. Since yeah, I'm behind on that too. You're right. Nothing. What it, it was after the game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were angry at the coach. It was a dispute about a, a nine-year-old football game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Well, there's been okay. no movement on you know, that story. That's a good question. You know, I got to thank you. I got to work on that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't have any details. I, I texted he, you today. He was and... a broadcaster, and he stepped away from broadcasting. You're welcome. To, uh, I mean, I don't. If, if they're sending Michael Irvin home, they're going to send. To keep to leave home, but they did, um, Dan. They didn't fire him, he, didn't he? Say, he I'm stepping away. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, that might have been a, you know, you're oh. going to get fired. I don't know. <laughs> it was like uh, a, it, it was like a week later because I was stunned. I'm like, I can't believe this hasn't all taken place. That really yet, hasn't but... gotten any attention. Yeah, I failed on that. I've been worrying about uh, the Kelsey brother. Nobody asked Goodell about it. <laughs> no, yeah, what happened? They keep to leave. No, that was not. <laughs> have you? Uh, I texted you this today. I was wondering, have you thought about doing a crime and sports podcast? Because true crime is so hot. And I, know, I, I would. It, it takes a lot of you know resources. I think I need to get into the Drew and Mike uh, vault. Yeah, for I, for financing. I can, be a, <laughs> I can be your murder consultant. Uh, I'd be happy to offer my my for a reasonable fee. But uh, I love true crime and I love the sports true crimes. There's some great, I mean, I've covered uh, some wild trials and, you know, terrible tragedies and all the different stuff. It, it, it adds an element to, um, to it. I mean, obviously true crime is the biggest, it's so one huge. of the biggest things in entertainment. Well, and there's um, no shortage of you know, sports stories. Or we were just Netflix talking or podcasts or anything. Yesterday we were talking about Henry Ruggs is another one that Stell hasn't, gone to trial and he's just kind of sitting there um and then who who were we talking about drew who got in trouble and then managed to just go on and never did anything recently uh, henry's gonna be found guilty he i mean that yeah i I did a couple stories when that first happened that was a dui in vegas and uh you know i have a bunch of attorneys i i use as sources or you know experts through (laughs) throughout the country and i remember getting the details i sent it to this guy in new orleans who does a lot of dui cases uh he just happens to be an attorney i know down there he's a very good criminal defense attorney and he he texts me back he goes this might be the worst set of facts i've ever seen in a case he's got no chance like he was going like 110 and 156 like, you know, yeah. <laughs> was it, was it 156 it wasn't 156 yeah. Yeah, yeah 156 yeah, one, but i think 
at impact, it was 120. I mean, he managed to slow down 30 miles an hour. Yeah, wow. with an absolutely outrageous blood. I mean, yeah, so yeah. I don't think there's a lot of drama on that one. And wherever he's sitting, he's going to be sitting for a long time. Well, we'll tell you, uh, there, that's just whether Dan, there is a crime right. in sports podcast, and these guys do really well, and they're very funny, but they don't do nearly the kind of research you do. And, and well, it does well. I appreciate you looking for more work for me. <laughs> <laughs> I want a good true crime sports podcast. <laughs> I want it to consume. Only, if only you had a successful podcast company that could do such a <laughs> thing. I mean, if only well, what's something the, like that was available. Well, all right, we'll yeah, talk. We'll yeah, talk. Let's, we'll talk about this. The I think it's a fun subject. Yeah, talk. The person we were talking about the other day that we were wondering about or were just amazed at how no one seems to care about it is Ray Lewis because that was a big super. Super Bowl, um, you know, Super yeah. Bowl is when he covered up that, or <laughs> alleged, allegedly covered up the murder, um, and then they are in the Super Bowl next year. I don't know. It just it just seems like everyone loves Ray Lewis now, and it, it's just weird to us. It's weird. Ray, yeah, so, you know, that was a fight um, yep, at a Super Bowl. Yep, yeah. He was not playing in that Super Bowl. There was a fight, and uh, two guys died, and uh, that he was accused of disposing of or something. He yes, um, his clothes were never found. He lied to the cops. Clothes were never found. The suit that may or may not have had blood on it. That's and all right. That, right. That was a suspicion. Um, yeah, and you would have thought that would do it. So Ray Lewis, a really interesting guy to talk to. He's incredibly charismatic. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he just sort of outlasted it. And I mean, he was on ESPN for a while, and I think he's on. He's on some network now. Yeah. Maybe NFL Network. I don't yeah, know. He's but kept it is working to see that. The redemption. I'll tell you the other who's working for Fox right now and uh, redeemed, you know, really redeemed his public persona was Michael Vick. Yeah. And, you know, he had the dog fighting oh, and yeah. there was a point there where he was, you know, enemy number one. I covered uh, some of that. It was really more of a plea hearing and then a sentencing um, down in Virginia. I was at that, but that was, that was uh, heated and people really didn't like him and they thought nobody should sign him when he finally got out of, uh, out of Leavenworth, and then he went to the Eagles and uh, fix another guy. Um, really interesting guy to talk to, very thoughtful guy. And so, you know, whatever his crime was, he's been able to separate from that, and he's got a career in media. So, God, um, that, that at, I at didn't that time, see. You never would have thought, never would no. have thought he would one day become uh, a guy's. He's got a network uh, uh, broadcasting job, but here he is. So good, good for him. Yeah, I wasn't honestly sure he would be a good broadcaster ever either. I, I mean, the two things between getting over the dog fighting thing and the the broadcasting part, because he was a real quiet, shy guy, and yeah, he didn't seem like a he's guy. A thoughtful speaker. He doesn't talk loud. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's more. I think he does more. He doesn't. He's not an in-game broadcaster. He does like analysis. Yeah. Um, but yeah, beloved guy. So yeah, I agree. He's not not your natural. Oh, this guy's totally like. I remember, you know, Nate Burleson when he was at the Lions. You could kind of see that guy was going to be a media. Michael mm-hmm. Strahan was super Tiki Barber until he got his oh, own yeah. issue. <laughs> um, Oops. Yeah, yeah, boy. Tiki Barber when he was on the Giants, like you talk to you like this guy. That that, that looks like a Good Morning America host right there, right? Um, so sometimes they're really obvious, and then sometimes they come out of nowhere. You know, Michael. This is my thing with Brady to loop it back. Do you even think Tom Brady would be a good broadcaster? No, not really. No, I think he'll end up swearing because he's notorious for being a, you know, for throwing expletives around. 
I sure didn't see him being thirty-seven million dollars worth. I, Nobody please, makes. Th- I mean, please tell me they're giving him like other jobs to do besides that for thirty-seven underwear. million. Is he gonna, yeah, is he going to be doing what? movies or some more eighties for eighty-one for Brady? Is that the sequel? <laughs> Eighty one for Brady. Yeah, um, I did hear it was like, well, they're going to use them as like, you know, you're the CEO of Verizon, you get to play golf with Tom Brady and buy more ads. Oh, he's got taking the Mickey but, Mantle, Willie Mays job, uh, <laughs> a casino greeter. Jeez, oh, <laughs> but I don't know how much that's even worth. I mean, these these NFL games get so many. That's how many people watch. Like, I, know. I don't think Tom Brady tipping the scale. It's the fact that like 140 million people are going to watch someday. Absolutely. Well, Dan, listen, yeah. um, it's great to have you. I'm so appreciative, uh, and we will certainly stay in touch. I want to talk about this true crime podcast <laughs> when you get back. All right, let's get together. We'll do that. Let's All right. do it. We'll All right, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Have Thanks fun. a lot. Thanks, guys. Have a great time. <laughs> See ya. Dan Wetzel. Dan, Dan, Dan. Yahoo Sports. Dan, 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 Dan. Dan, Dan, I was just looking at that list. Also, uh, Football Inquirer. Is that the name of the podcast? Oh, he, the college football one. That's a, that's a really. I love that podcast. It's, it's really, really good. Funny, yeah. No, it's very. Do it all the time. He had a he had a good joke about uh, or a thing about Harbaugh not even interviewing for the Colts job because that's where the NCAA is too. Oh. Right, because he's being investigated. Do you, do you remember Dan did? Uh, I think he was the executive producer, or maybe a producer of the that Aaron Hernandez doc. Oh yeah, absolutely. That was, Netflix, that yeah. was fabulous. Yeah. I mean, now I was really stunned that there were things about Aaron Hernandez that kept quiet for a long time, like the whole gay thing. Yeah. Why did nobody Although, know actually, that? So I because it was kind of important. He's gay? A guy that works uh, on Charlie's show with us, Zach. I don't know if you've ever met Zach or not. His brother played with Aaron because he's from Bristol, Connecticut. So they were on Aaron Hernandez's team. So I was asking him about the gay thing, and it was one of those things where, no, they don't really think he was ever gay. He's just experimenting. So I don't know. Who knows? But but there was that one quarterback. No. I don't know. It's really fascinating. Why would the quarterback say we were... We were getting it on. I mean, who makes stuff like that up? I don't know. The guy's out of the closet. He's the only gay. one I've ever met that can handle my junk. But his teammates, his high weird. teammates were really surprised by that allegation. Huh. Were you well, wasn't t- there a prison gay lover, too? And Allegedly, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Remember you bought him a watch? Yeah. You guys um, saw the uh, Yahoo Sports list of um, best and worst halftime entertainers? Oh, no. It's out now. Is the University of Michigan marching band one? <laughs> up with no. people is up my with favorite. People. That was here, wasn't up it? Up with people is awesome. At the Silver Dome, up they, with people. Up with people is like three Super Bowls, I think. They're only they only list ten. Okay, so they couldn't. Uh, oh, they gave us a top ten. Couldn't include. They couldn't include up with people, but they have Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake, and first, of course. What? What? Come on! Get the fuck out of here! That was the worst. Yeah, no, that's the worst. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh the, that's, are these? The, oh, so these are like they're best and worst. Best but I was, worst. I was, okay, we'll read the list. Oh, they beat up with people. <laughs> it was worse than. <laughs> yeah, I guess they take. And them Al because, Hurt. I think Al Hurt wasn't he halftime once? <laughs> there was somebody named Elvis Presto. I don't remember Elvis Presto, but they said in 1989, he um, it was an Elvis impersonating musician or magician. And oh, uh, people dumb. sat through Elvis. What? 
That guy better be fired. But number th- came up with that. Number three was Aerosmith with Britney Spears, Insync, Nelly, and Mary J. Blige. That was pretty bad. And the I hated that. The most awkward, cringy thing was them performing "Walk This Way" and dancing with Insync and oh. Britney. I agree. I I was stunned that Aerosmith did it. I, know. I was like, how would they ever agree to that? I was listening to an interview with uh, Stephen Tyler, and he goes, oh, "They asked us. We got shit for morning shows, but they asked us." And I said, "Okay." Um, What's the upside? And they're like, 800 million people will see you. And he goes, well, who wouldn't want to then? And it didn't matter, I guess, that everybody hated it. Al Hurt did a lot of halftime shows, <laughs> Drew. Why? Early on. I don't know There why. was nobody else, no one else that played a horn that anyone knew. <laughs> Blues Brothers, fifth. The Black Eyed Peas, of course. Black Eyed Pea. Um, mm. The Who. They said about this. this Wait, are we, are we working from 10th worst to the worst? Yeah, I'm not sure yeah. what this list is. <laughs> She's what is reading, this list? For, for one to ten. She's the reading the worst ones. Okay, so these are t- the ten worst. Worst, right. And the who make the ten worst? Yeah, oh, come eight. on. Uh, they said, um, in Yahoo Sports, they said, everybody just looked weary as the band cycled through a five-song lo- five medley of the greatest hits. I love the who. The, the I hope I die before I get old angle is tired. <laughs> and uh, meet the new boss, so much worse than the old boss. Uh, yeah, whatever. Um, then nine was an Indiana Jones oh, yeah. halftime show. <laughs> dumb. I don't really remember dumb. that. 1995. Yeah. They had no performers. What? I, I, I don't remember very well. I just remember just going, uh, whatever. And so it was I like a I watched it. televised version of a Disneyland Indiana Jones ride. And then tenth on this list was Paul McCartney. Is he's the worst halftime ever? He sauntered through a casual <laughs> tour of Beatles solo hits, kicking off a run of Remember Trudy, When I'm Boomer Legends. <laughs> yeah, the, when the Blues Brothers did it, that was way better than McCartney. Huh. Yeah, Yahoo also put out a list of their 10. So wait, Up With People beat Paul McCartney. Yeah, that's kind of hard to believe. Yeah, they're way better. Who wrote this list? Even Gloria Estefan Yahoo beat Sports. them. I don't know. And they also ranked the best ones. And that has to be you too, right? No, the best one they put Prince. Prince, yeah. Prince was great. Yeah. I love Prince. Number two, they put Beyonce. Oh, in come on, Beyonce is not the second. Wait, Why is it, that the second best show? Was it Beyonce by herself? She did it twice. She, she did the one with Bruno and Coldplay too. No, she was a character. She was part of one, but that you know was it seven or eight years ago? She had it by herself, didn't she? Really, twenty thirteen. Oh, 2013. Yes. Yeah, number three, they have Bruce, Bruce Springsteen in 09. Number four, Last Year's. Last Year's was great. And was number good. five, U2. Like was great. U2's Jones. was great because that was the yeah. first one after 9-11 down in yeah. New Orleans, I think, yeah. Beautiful day. Yeah, yeah. Hello, hello. <laughs> Is that the one where that kid became famous because he took a picture with him? No, it was Timberlake. Oh, it was Timberlake. <laughs> oh that's right. Yeah, he's got 20 times him as many followers as I because he took a fucking picture with Justin Timberlake yeah, but, during hey, the halftime show. Right place, show. right time, my where man. Is, where is he now? <laughs> Diana Ross, um, Jennifer Lopez, and Shakira are seventh on that list. No one Lost. liked that. Wait, what they? list are we on now? The I'm, best. The best, okay. The best. Okay. On number eight, I'm sorry, who's sixth? Diana Ross. Diana Ross. What? And seventh is who? Shakira and... Yeah. J-Lo. Who's making these lists? <laughs> I gotta tell you, where's the lady? I did Gaga Sh- Shakira one. and J Lo. Gaga was better Gaga, than that. Gaga eighth is Madonna. Gaga is ninth, oh, okay. and then Michael Madonna. Jackson in 1993. Okay, I guess it's a perfect list in terms of percentage of men and women. And who wrote it? I want to know. I want to know this person's name. I have no idea. Can you put that on the list? Such a bad list. They wouldn't even put their name. I'm not on. impressed with either of those it's lists. Here. It's a terrible list. Just Yahoo Sports. 
Um, there's a YouTube star called Mr. Beast, college dropout named Jimmy Donaldson. His channel reached 130 million subscribers last month. Guinness World Record, he's worth over 100 million. It's amazing. His current stunt is paying for cataract removal for 1,000 broke or homeless people who are blind or nearly blind and couldn't afford the surgery. And the latest video reached 32 million views by last Sunday when people emerged from surgery Many of them were crying to have their distance vision restored. That was, uh, it was pretty. Did you see that whole thing? I heard about it. It was amazing to see. Dr. Yaldo has performed thousands of cataract surgeries, and with the advent of multifocal lenses in the last 10 years, performs lens replacement for people 45 plus, including many Drew and Mike listeners who want great vision, both at distance and importantly, also close up, so they'll never need reading glasses again. You didn't put a phone number on this. So, oh, uh, it's uh, two four eight. No, it's eight hundred. Oh, eight hundred. Three nine eight eyes. Three nine eight eyes. Um, Yeldoeyecenter dot com. Right. And Let's copy Eli. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? I mean, he's talking about Mr. Beast, and then he just goes into, but Doctor Yeldo did. Yeah. Yeah, and get fifteen hundred dollars off too for LASIK. Uh, Ghostbusters, uh, our newest sponsor, their small batch craft cannabis uh, is Michigan caregiver owned and operated by the owners that actually work the garden and manage the operation to ensure quality. And that's why Ghostbusters has won six cannabis cup awards. Each crop is meticulously hand trimmed by actual growers that care and are passionate about their trade, not corporate SOPs. Yeah, and- these are people that talk too much about pot. <laughs> They're the kind of people that if you bring up pot, they'll talk forever and ever. Their premium packaging ensures the product stays fresh. It goes Budsters. You can find at one of your favorite dispensaries like Vibe, all locations, King of Buds in Monroe, Information Entropy in Ann Arbor, Breeze in Hazel Park, also Shango in Hazel Park, Dispo, Romeo, Joyology in Westland, Green Genie in Detroit, Puff in Utica, and Mind Right Buffalo in Soldier New Baltimore. In the heart of America. But so, Christina. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, because, sure. um, again, the real estate market is weird, and uh, it changed directions, and the person to handle it all who knows what to do is Christina Gennari, because she's been around there for 20 years in real estate. She knows the ups and downs. So if you need to buy or sell, get a hold of Christina Gennari. Go to soldchristina.com. That's soldchristina.com, the obvious choice in real estate. Go ahead. And uh, public adjusters in Michigan. Uh, it's, it's cold. It's warm. I mean, I'm sure that's not great for pipes or whatever, and they can bust. But if that happens or there's other damage, you should call the public adjusters of Michigan so that they can represent you against the insurance company. So you don't say the wrong thing that ruins the claim. They bring experts in, and you know, sometimes they recommend a way to fix it and other experts that can take care of what it, whatever it is. If you're in the middle of a claim... Pam guarantees to get you more than the insurance company will offer. Go to callpamfirst.com. So what do you think Michael Irvin did in one minute? Grabbed her ass or something. Yeah, said something sexual. Would that get him sent Do you think he just said something or do you think he grabbed her? I bet you touched her. If he touched her, I think you would know that. I think it's got to be something physical. Didn't they say they they saw it? Well, yeah, there's there's video of it. Okay. When you see him grab her He said, I went out for drinks. I came home. I went right to my room. And the hotel said, no, you didn't, because you talked to a female in the lobby for about a minute. And then you went up to your room. And he said, I don't really remember that. Um, I think I remember shaking somebody's hand. (laughs) That's all he remembers. I think he might have shook something else. (laughs) Um, Because if he said something, he could just say, no, she misunderstood me. Yeah, and it wouldn't be on tape. 
You, know, you can apologize. Yeah, it's just video. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have audio of it, I wouldn't think. Oh, they've got lip readers, though. Uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, a security, security camera, though? And I, is it going to be that clear? Maybe? I wouldn't I think know. so. Yeah. Uh, he must have, there must have been a physical interaction of some kind. There's got to be, oh, right? Michael. He was doing so good, too. And speaking of people who may or may not have done so, well, actually, no, this is someone who didn't do anything. I'm really kind of blown away about this Tony Romo beatdown, not only about what a terrible broadcast, what a terrible unprepared broadcaster he is, which I never heard anyone say who watches football. I am keep reading it online, but now we have all these people insisting that he wanted to say the N-word. Okay, he did not say the N-word. He, he did not say it. Wanted to? That he started to say, he said something with, with, right the, with an N. Listen to it. The extra yards, the tough yards, the finish on the play. Right there, you got three. You talked about this is the best tackling team. They don't miss tackles. Okay, people think you wanted to say there were three N-words because three people were encroaching on this ball carrier. Were they all black, by the way? No, they were not. (laughs) Number number 55 is white. I looked it up today. So they were not three N-words, if you want to use the word, if you want to use that word. How can you make us think about something that didn't happen? I don't know, because Van Lathan, the black guy on TMZ, tweeted out that he wanted to say the N-word. Yeah. So it just went viral, and then Shannon Sharp said, yeah, he wanted to say it, but, you know, you get caught in the heat of the moment, which is like, you're not helping Talking Shannon. about Shannon Sharp, you didn't know that. He doesn't know either. How do you do all these games, and you never say it, and you, he's just so busting at the seams to say the end his career? What? Not, not to mention, Tony Romo played professional football with a lot of black guys. I don't think that's a word he's going to be throwing around. But... And besides which, just because Van says that he wanted to say it, everybody shouldn't just assume Van is right. It's not up to people to decide what someone wanted to do or say if they didn't do it. He did not do it. He did not say that word. Not to mention, Van does that podcast with that lady that got Chris Harrison fired. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking Wants like this. to get this. another broadcaster fired? <sighs> That's his gig now? No, he's not on TMZ anymore? Let's take their gigs. Yeah. I wonder... How Van Lathan's podcast is doing? He was he was such a big deal because he got in uh, Kanye's face on oh, TMZ. Yeah. So all of a sudden he's like, "Oh my God, Van Lathan's the greatest!" And and, and then what he happened? was okay on the show. Uh, they fired him though because he got in a fight with uh, the big hair guy. Oh. What's the big hair guy's name, Brandon? Babcock. Babcock, who's <laughs> still on the show? Didn't he choke him? Yeah, it got bad. I guess it was really bad. I they were arguing about. I, <laughs> Was it about Trump or something? No idea. They are, let's see. Oh, society and culture. That's They're ranked number 134 in society and culture. It doesn't mean much. Aside from that, they have they got 12, a lot of ratings, though. ratings, 4.7 yeah. stars. I'm surprised they show up in society and culture. That doesn't, well, I guess, whatever. Higher learning with Rachel Lindsay. She was the bachelorette, so. And she, now she really got Chris. She threw Chris Harrison under the bus in a big way. Did you see the other trouble Harrison got in recently? <laughs> Is other... Harrison's in trouble again? Well, I, not really. Let me find <laughs> now what? I, I have it here. <laughs> I'll let you read it. Did he say something bad on his podcast? No, he ghosted uh, one of the Bachelorette chicks. And you don't do that to Bachelor Nation. Who's Caitlin go- Bristow? Again, somebody getting in trouble for something they didn't do. Well, he didn't I don't blame her. him. I would have ghosted her, too. By the way, there's a girl on the current Bachelor named Katie, K-A-I-T-Y. Can't be K-A-T-I-Y, because that's that's too normal. It's K-A-I-T-Y, and Katie 
has the most incredible vocal fry. Oh, really? Unbelievable World Hall of Fame vocal fry. Oh, I'm not wow. kidding. Yeah. Can we put all these to a vote? Like, put samples of their vocal fry and have people rank them? That's not a bad, uh, yeah, vocal fry uh, so like the, con, like uh, Carl had like with the uh, DabbleCon. Like a beauty pageant-only vocal fry. Miss, miss vocal fry? Yeah, miss I like that idea. Vocal fry. Uh, Okay, Caitlin Bristow. Her friendship with Chris Harrison went down the toilet after she was hired to host The Bachelorette. Oh, she's one of the two girls that hosted it. Yeah, yeah, and she was terrible, and so they only had her on for one year. Plus, she looks so bizarre now. She's one of these people who've changed their face. They were, they were fucking terrible. No, it was horrible. It was the lowest rated year they ever had. Um, don't you think, though, if you were part of a group, because the other girl who was a bachelorette, she was also throwing Harrison on the bus. They all were. Matt James was the guy that was the bachelor, the black bachelor who the white chick wanted to marry, which is the source of all of this because she went to a plantation party in college <laughs> and Chris Harrison defended her. He didn't defend. He said, can we just give her some grace? Can we give her a break? And that was too much for him to keep his job. So uh, Harrison ghosted her after news broke that she and Tasha. Adams are going to co-host season 17. Well, fuck, you know, do you really, are people really that good of friends when they get fired with the person that replaces them? Isn't that kind no. of normal to not be great friends with that person? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. She explained that at first she'd signed on under the impression she was there to mentor Katie Fake. Thurston, not to replace him. You lie! <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Who cares? Oh, my God. She messaged Harrison like 10 times to explain she didn't know what her role was and didn't want to replace him. Uh, he didn't know either. He wasn't there. The, the, the pleas were met with sounds, making the former bachelorette feel icky. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. That is so not like him better. to me. And I know it's not about me. I just want him to know that I thought he was irreplaceable. I didn't want to step on his toes. But you did replace him, so he's not irreplaceable. Why would you think he wasn't irreplaceable? Despite his odd behavior, Bristow kept reaching out to Harrison, but he didn't write back. It was like, okay, well, now I'm panicking. Why didn't you write me back? Panicking. She recalled asking herself if he hated her or if he, she was being emotional. We're best friends, and now he hates me. It's kind of we're not his best friend. Sorry, crazy bitch. to seek attention for getting somebody fired, and they're not your friend anymore, and yeah. she's a victim. It wasn't until Bristow saw Harrison at Wells Adams and Sarah Hyland's wedding. He went to a stupid bachelor wedding. Oh boy! <laughs> the pair were finally able to chat. I walked up, and I was like, "I miss you." She recalled, which Harrison shockingly replied, "Well, I've always been here." <laughs> That's a good response. <laughs> Comment took her by surprise. She allegedly quit back. No, you haven't. You haven't responded to me in forever. Classic girl move. Wow. Confrontational. So despite confessing that she bawled my eyes out about the situation. She knew Harrison was going through so much in his life at the time. Yeah, you might want to have thought about that at first. She cried because he go. Hey, Chris Harrison ghosted us. We tried calling him and he never answered the phone. We didn't cry about it. <laughs> it's true. She sounds like she has issues. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's worried about the ex-bachelor host, the ghosting her. Yeah, boy. All right, so um, I talked about Madonna. Oh, Jackson's catalog. Yeah. For sale. For a lot of money. Um, eight to nine hundred million for half his catalog. That's incredible. Wow. What songs? All of it, I guess. I don't. Right? They didn't half. get specific, half the songs. Well, wait. Yeah, doesn't McCartney? Say. Does he still? Oh no, it was the other way around. 
Who owns the McCartney stuff now? I think he's got it back. You got it back. Okay. I think they did. I think time runs up. The clock runs out just like uh, John Fogarty got CCR songs oh, yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, Bruce got six hundred. Dylan got four hundred for his publishing, two hundred for his recorded rights. So he got six hundred altogether. Genesis sold their catalog to Concord for three hundred million. Bieber got two hundred. Dre got two hundred. <laughs> Huey Lewis got twenty million. <laughs> Joey Ramone got ten. Whoa, that's some nice walking around money, though. Are you surprised Genesis got that much? I was thinking about that. They did have a lot of hits, which would translate well to commercials and things like that. Probably I think so. Follow you, follow me. Um, yeah, Susu Studio is not That's terribly good. transferable. Uh, they've got a pretty big catalog. They got the Peter Gabriel years too. They sold that part too. Well, that's Genesis yeah, catalog. So weird that um, he's not got a part of that. He's on going on tour. Yeah, is he coming yeah, here? I don't know. Um, I'm not surprised. Don't forget, tomorrow morning is your chance to win a pair of tickets to see this man live in concert. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> Jackson would get that much. Are you? I, no, I'm not surprised except for half. I thought that was, I mean, considering it's half the catalog. It's been a good half. Wow. Yeah, I don't know how they do that. But there's also the issue that the guy on the recorded versions is the pedophile guy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if they want the songs to redo them or they want him singing them. I don't know how much of an issue that is or if anybody cares or anybody will care. I mean, it's really strange, isn't it, how... Like, 20 years go by, and all of a sudden, oh, my God, can you believe what happened in 2000? Yeah. Huh. I mean, is there going to be some point where the Michael Jackson fans start to sort of fall by the wayside, and everybody goes, can you fucking believe we've, we, we've lived with these songs from this pedophile? Oh, my God. <laughs> I, is that possible? I think a certain generation no. has to be removed. Because obviously the people who grew up listening to that, they're going to stay faithful to it. They're going to love those songs right, in their but youth. I still not gonna like be around Michael forever. Jackson songs. Uh, well, no, I like the, a lot of the his songs, that too. Loves loves canceling things are young people. They're not out there screaming about them. That's true. I think they, they like the music, too. I don't know what his popularity is with Gen Z. Or, I, I don't really know. I have no idea. Of, there are a lot of people dancing to him on TikTok. Yeah. I, oh, I look think at Aiden Hutchins. He, he, he's, oh, there you go. Yeah. I mean. There, that's a great example, Brandon. Oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, the Jackson Estate <laughs> tweeted at him like two months after he did it, and he's like, oh, look what he did. Do you think he knows? Michael? No, Hutchinson. <laughs> yeah, it was a story Probably, when they, yes. when they uh, finally caught up to that. But it was really late. Like, they got on that bandwagon, shit, I'd have to say three months after it aired on the No, 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 I mean, do you think... Aiden Hutchinson knows about the whole Michael. masturbating the butthole thing. Yeah, th- of course. <laughs> I don't sure. think he, hey, why did he say of don't, course? No, I don't, I don't think he did because he said everybody loves Mike. Yeah, yeah but I don't think he knew. I don't think he Leaving did. Leaving Neverland or whatever it's called. That I mean, yeah. that was out. I think there are people who com- compartmentalize that. And, and oh he's God, yeah, he's twenty-one years it. old. I though. do. I mean, <laughs> there's a really good chance that somebody in their early twenties does not know everything about Michael Jackson. I mean, I kind of think that way too. Yeah, there's people now who are like, what's this? 9-11 thing? Is that all, what happened again? Isn't that wild? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Isn't that wild? Isn't so, that wild? you know, I can't get over this Boston University study. Again, it's 92% of, out of 376 brains. That's a lot of brains. That's a lot of dead NFL players, by the way, who said, I want my brain studied. Yeah. So, obviously, they were concerned. 
for other players and 92% at CTE. I just can't believe there aren't guys in the NFL right now going, gee, is it just that arrogance of feeling so powerful because you're 25? You go, oh, man, I, this is going to happen to my brain. Well, I, I 92%. Go back, I go back to Ed Reed because Ed Reed was asked pretty much that same question, you know, because Ed Reed got pretty busted up. And he said, yeah, but look at this generational wealth I've created for my family. Oh. I mean, there's a lot of money there. And well, you, how's his head? How's his uh, brain power working? It's a great question. I, I mean, Ed Reed seems fine. He's also the greatest safety to ever play the game. Well, there's a lot of NFL players walking around in their 70s who sound really. I, I mean, I, I saw Joe Namath interview the other day. He sounded pretty damn good. I well, it doesn't it tend to be linemen because it's the yes. short, repeated yes. hits. I would. Yeah! I bet you anything, you'll end up finding these guys just not playing as long. I mean, we've already seen a few guys retire early and young. I. It's not a vicious that game. many, though. Not that many. Um, speaking of uh, CTE, did uh, anybody watch the <laughs> the video of AB with the police that came no, out? No, no. Somebody foiled it in Florida. So it's a video of the latest standoff, which AB won. I know. Nobody first wins first again. to win a standoff against the police. He's a Hall of Fame standoffer. Doesn't he always win, though? Yes, yeah, he does. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. But he nobody does. wins a standoff, Trudy. When's the last time you heard someone win a standoff with the police? No, I, I got to tell you, I, I'm kind of just absolutely stunned at this one because um, it's boring to watch. I mean, you can play it, but it's just the cop begging him to talk to him just to open the door a little bit here. so I can understand him okay. because you can't understand what he's saying behind the fucking no, door. Oh, they're at his back door there, right? And it goes to the front door, and it's just over and over. Please, please. She just wants to come in and get her stuff. And he's like, nope, 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 nope. And then finally, he lets them come in, and they don't even arrest him. They just let her get her stuff. She leaves, and then I guess it's a couple hours later, she makes her report, which is that he did this, he did this. And, you know, in he, by the way, in that interim period is when he sent some pictures of her in some state of undress to the kids' phones. Right. Here's your mama. Yeah, here's your classy mama, and so yeah, and then also that's when they said, okay, well, we have to arrest him. Also posted uh, a video of him nailing her on social media and her with his dong in her mouth. That was much later. Yeah, that was a couple weeks later. And again, I you know I, I don't know how to I don't know how to explain it. And there was a similar story today. Can't she? Can't she sue him for a copyright violation or something like <laughs> that? <laughs> no, he <laughs> took the photo. He, he, owns, it. It. Yeah, he she, owns it. You know what? You know what she should do? And I can't fucking believe she hasn't done this. Take him to court yep. for custody arrangement and a financial arrangement. She has no arrangement. She's right. dependent on begging him for money. She, like she's it. actually called the police and said, and said, he's leaving town for two weeks. Not of any money. I and bet the you. cop begged him for, he said, can you just leave her a couple thousand bucks? And A.B. ended up saying, I'll leave her 500. And he pulled off $500 bills, gave it to the cop who gave it to her. He likes to negotiate. I bet you anything. She probably feels, oh, if I go to court, I'm going to spend all this money on a lawyer. We're going to get this agreement. And he's just not going to adhere to it anyway. So what? Then you take him to court. You uh, no, cannot you, just not uh, pay you, people. You and I understand that, but she's probably exhausted by him in a lot of ways, too. Well, that's a way to, to reduce. Wins. But that's a way to reduce the exhaustion is to get a, a, a deal in place. You know, eventually they're going to either uh, he's going to keep going back to court for that. And if he doesn't go to court, he's going to be in contempt of court. Uh, that I don't think he can get out of. He can get out of almost anything. 
You know, there's so much commentary. Um, I read another article that made me think about AB, and it was it was the article by. Uh, Okay, Dr. Dre got divorced, I think it was like two years ago, and his ex says that, oh, yeah, he beat me, beat me pretty regularly, and, you know. Nicole Young. Yeah, it was, you know, he beat me in the beginning, he beat me in the middle, he beat me in the end, he's a violent man, blah, blah, blah. Well, now this journalist who did one of the first hip-hop shows on Fox, um, and her name is, uh, let's see, I know I wrote this down somewhere. I really had not heard of her, because, and there's a reason for it. Um, it's really irrelevant because you won't know who she is. But anyway, she did her show, had been doing her show for a couple of years, and she had an episode where they were reporting on the NWA dispute with Ice Cube. Mm -hmm. And she included a, a, some audio, I think, from Ice Cube, and Dre was furious about it and after the show he beat the shit out oh, of the host yeah beat um, the shit out of her yeah god, oh my god i can't yeah because ice cube raps about her name too so uh, it's not michelle no it's um i know i, yeah, I, I know the people girl. aren't even going to know yeah, who she know. is Go more ahead. than likely but anyway yeah. the police were called the police came he was Barnes. he went D to Barnes. court d barnes uh he went to court he paid a 2500 fine he pleaded no contest and what happens at that point is that nobody wants D Barnes anymore because Dre hates D Barnes because he had to beat the shit out of her and he got in trouble for it. So she's the bad person, kind of like Megan the Stallion is the bad guy. So when I keep hearing this about black women are so disrespected, and I find myself going, what? What do you mean? I mean, even with Beyonce, it's like, oh, she's never going to end with the year, which I think is really stupid. Uh, she's won 32 Grammys. So the, the Academy goes, let's just give her every Grammy in the house but album of the year. I don't think that's really what happened there. But in the case of um, Dee Barnes and Dre's ex-wife and, um, and A.B.'s wife, nobody gives a fuck about them. I, I don't know. I mean, is that the black community's job to care or does the black community not care so therefore no one else cares? I, I don't really. It doesn't make any sense to me. I would think that there would be people speaking out about what A.B. does because, uh, okay, I know he runs really fast, but he doesn't do it anymore. He doesn't need another job, so there's nobody that's going to fire him or hire him, I don't think. But I don't hear other football players. In fact, I heard someone interviewed a couple weeks ago, and, the, and someone asked him, do you have a message for A.B.? Because something had just come out. Um, and they're going to say no bad. because they don't want to be memed like uh, he did to Tom and Giselle. Well, that's not what they said. He said, just you know, kidding. I have a, nothing but love for A.B. He's a friend of mine, and I would love to talk to him, but I really don't want to say anything here. So nobody will call him out in his profession. That's nobody will say, this guy's an embarrassment. What he's done to this woman is horrible, and, you know, something ought to be done. Nobody says anything. And in Dre's case, exactly the same thing. D. Barnes basically lost her career. Yeah. And also said that she had uh, migraines and still has migraines, although she's trying to get her career back 30 years later. Because she said a lot of the up-and-coming people don't really know about this. Dre's not as busy in the industry. But basically, anywhere that he is, she can't be. For all those productive years of her career, if there was an event, you know, I don't know, MTV Awards, anything, um, or the Source Awards. If he's there, she can't be there because Dre will say, get her the fuck out of here, and they'll do it. Oh, jeez. Just so, because he can produce good songs. Yeah. To her. What else does she want? Uh, he really didn't apologize. 
He did a while ago, like years ago, but it was a very half-assed apology. Doesn't he have to say, all right, this happened between us. Everybody lay off her, give her jobs, give her her due. doesn't want to. I don't think he wants to. And I think that uh, his friends feel like she's bad news, too. Because she snitched on Dre, or I, I don't, I'm not sure why, but wouldn't you think there'd be other people? She said that female journalists in music have been the only people who have helped her or tried to help her, and she's trying to get a documentary made, blah, 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 but it's very hard to get help at certain levels of power because Dre's got his hand in so many things. So, I think with Antonio Brown, the baby mama needs to be the one that press these charges. I don't know why she won't. But wouldn't you think that some of his colleagues would maybe point out that, uh, you know, this really isn't too cool what this guy's doing? Who knows what's in their background? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, AB's going to well, be yapping about it. You know, as far as Dre goes, the reason it even came up was because they created the global, the Dr. Dre Global yeah. Impact Award. And D. Barnes is just saying, yeah, you know, that felt pretty shitty mm -hmm. that this guy's put on this giant pedestal and yet, you know, we know he beats women up and apparently it just doesn't matter when it comes to him. And in fact, this virtue signaling group of people in the music industry who say, we care about everything are just like, fuck you, D. Barnes. <laughs> kind of fake. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, kind of sad, too, that the only people she gets any help from are other women, but... Um, it's just, I guess, you know, power, power rules at the end of the day. Dre's a powerful guy. It was Eminem that had the line. a lot of money. Eminem had the line about her in the song, a song he did with Dre. Oh. It's like, you're going to take advice from someone who slapped D. Barnes. <laughs> kind of ragging on him in a song. Oh, really? Yeah. He's, I'm surprised Dre didn't squash him. He's ragged on a couple of things. What's, wasn't Dre Beats? Oh, Beats by Dre? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think Eminem. Those are such garbage. I know. Eminem said as much. Yeah. It's kind of weird because I always thought he was. You know, that was, that was, so, wait, Beats by Dre, the headphones, right? Yeah, right. terrible headphones. I never understood. So expensive. Why did someone get, why did someone pay $3 billion for headphones? Well, the company, they bought the company. No, I know, I know, but. Jimmy billion the, way, the way Dre and Iovine built it was fantastic. Every time they saw any famous person, they, they, they put them on their head and took uh, a picture of them and then threw it out there. Deshaun Watson? <laughs> but but I, the only reason I thought it was odd was, A, I kept hearing that they're not that great of headphones. No, they're terrible. One. They're actually, there's so much bass in them. And you mean to tell me that, that no one will buy any other brand of headphones? No, it's it's a status symbol apparently. Yeah, it's, it's like huge. it's like having Nike because they it's charge like so much for shitty headphones. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. And so Sub, people just buy them, they're kind not, of like Kanye's okay. fashion they're stuff. Not, they're not Jeez. shitty <laughs> headphones. They're just not that good. Def definitely not for the price. Right. Yeah. Well, but it's, it's the Sony's total name. Way no, yeah. when the deal went down, I kept reading this that people were were coming on the deal and saying, "Really." I hate these headphones. Yeah, and, and and then they were, you know, complaining about the price. And I thought, wow, that's, you can't, can you really perpetrate a scam that size where you get the world to believe your headphones are that great that everyone has to buy them? People love labels. They're not that good and people just keep buying them? Look at the people that buy fashion just because it's buy some. Well, that's what I said. Is it yeah, is it like thing. the Kanye yeah. fashion thing? Because exactly his stuff like is like, what? There was yeah. a period, I would say, a good five years where anytime you saw any athlete warming up, they yep. would have them on their head. Yep. Mm -hmm. but not anymore. No, now it's all earbuds. Because I know it sucks. Oh, okay. So now that somebody paid $3 billion for him, nobody wants nobody him. Nobody wants him. 
<laughs> That's a pretty good deal. Who did buy them? Do we know who bought them from them? Because I want to say it was Apple for some reason, but that can't yeah, be right. Yeah, I thought so. That can't so be too. right, though. Apple. Yeah, I, I don't it know. is really. Pick up at an Apple store, I that's guess. That's why they had $3 billion to burn. Oh, my God. Yeah, for Apple, that's just, that's nothing. Dropping the bucket. Well, now they have wireless, so. Well, now, well so does Apple. I mean, yeah, it's but, all earbuds. I know, now. but now it's you so can't ostentatiously wear your Beats, you know, headphones, and people know you're wearing it. If they're wireless, they're... That's really funny, because some people will buy Apple stuff just for the status of that alone. And yeah. We know. <clears throat> no, not us. We don't. <laughs> we just don't like your Everyone shitty phone. Everyone in this room, except for me and Brandon. <laughs> I love, phone's great. I, I love my AirPod Pros. They're the best fucking have, earbuds in I the world. I have Galaxy AirBuds. Nope. And then, I've got nope. shocks. Apple ones are way better. Okay. Telling you. Test prove it. See, that's just the smugness of an iPhone. It's not smugness. I'm yes, just it is, because better. I'm not telling you my Galaxy ones are better, even though I think yeah, probably are. <laughs> <laughs> so smug. <laughs> sorry. Sorry you, can't, you, sorry you don't like good headphones. It's not my fault. <laughs> Why don't you get some beats? Well, the other thing is, I was... <laughs> I, I really did not spend days thinking about this, but I just was thinking about like the physical, uh, the facilities required to build headphones. It can't be that complicated. I mean, even if they were the best headphones in the world, it just doesn't seem like it would require that much equipment. I don't know. I just, it's like, I just thought they're buying, they're spending $3 billion on for the name. Brand, for a brand. Yeah, yeah. for a brand. And uh, uh, for a brand to be worth $3 billion, it better be fucking good. And it just didn't sound like it was that good. LeBron so, and Bronny are now um, uh, sponsoring Beats by uh, Beats Fit Pro now is what it is. The fuck is that? <laughs> what you wear when you're playing basketball like them? Oh, God. You need headphones on when you play basketball? Yeah. So Maybe. Really. Yeah. So you can block out all the haters. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, God. Whatever. Uh, so, of course, all day I, I did have some sports on. And Don't LeBron the greatest. Or, because, you know, people have been talking about the Super Bowl for a week and a half. Yeah. So they really need else. some new materials. And like, Isn't LeBron the greatest? And Isn't who? LeBron, oh. the greatest, <laughs> which is a debate that's been had five bazillion times. And I, I still, I, I love Michael Jordan. It's like, if I have to watch a highlight reel, I'll choose Michael Jordan over LeBron any day. He was otherworldly. Yeah. LeBron, as far as who's the better player overall, I it's don't totally know. Jordan it's, it's won six championships it's in less years. You can, I mean, there's a, you can put him in the top five there. It's going to be all generational. You're going to have your... Uh, your Wilt Chamberlain's, your uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's, uh, no, your Michael Jordan's, and your LeBron James. What about Bill Russell? And then he can be number five. Put him in the top he five. Scored like 13 points a Fuck, game. Fuck, man. Thank you, guys. But he won nine championships. 11. Okay. Well, nine in a row or something, right? Eight. No. I think it was nine in a row, yeah. Um, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven. I have to admit, I liked Michael Jordan a lot better than oh, I liked God, LeBron. Oh, God, yeah, that's not even so, close. But he did win six out of six championships, and he retired young. He did yeah, come he back for two straight. years. He could have won eight straight. He could have won eight, yeah. He very, very, very well could have won eight yeah. straight. So I, I, I am partial to Michael Jordan, but and I do like him better. And his documentary was great. It was pretty good. It was. It was really um, good. And LeBron is just fucking annoying as hell. <laughs> so I, I'm probably not very... But he's the I'm best player objective. of this generation, so there, you got that. Yeah, and he is. Now he's the scoring, the best he is. He's the scoring champ. 
True. And uh, you know what? Nobody ever mentions Oscar Robertson, who has yeah. unbelievable fucking numbers. He led the league in assists, rebounds, and scoring. I Tri- think didn't he a couple have a triple times. Double? Who's didn't that dude? Ever, didn't he average a triple double one year? Yeah, I think he. I think he did in like a full o? season. Yeah. He averaged a triple. I think. Mm-hmm. But nobody talks about the big O. Uh. And um, it's weird with. Uh, and it's, it's, black. it's really hard comparing people because I remember when Walter Payton finished his career and had sixteen thousand yards. I was like. Nobody will ever be Walter Payton. And honestly, if I, had to, if I had to see a highlight reel of Walter Payton versus Emmett Smith, I would much rather oh watch God, Walter yeah. Payton. But when Emmett Smith had like, I want to say he had like 12,000 yards, and you said, oh, Emmett Smith's going to pass Walter Payton. I was like, no way. And he fucking did. I always hated the argument being a Barry fan because they played at the same time. It's like, wait a sec, this guy's way more entertaining to watch. And he does a, he has a shitty offensive line that he's running behind. As opposed to Emmett Smith. Well, Barry just retired. I mean, if Barry well, hadn't retired, who knows? To that point, Earl, Earl Campbell, right? I mean, if Earl didn't get his knees yeah, obliterated every year. Yeah, he was fried. He, th- those Sayers are the too. best highlights to watch, Earl Campbell highlights. Yeah, those are pretty none. good. Gail Sayers are pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to have to watch some Earl Campbell highlights. I, I know, I've got to when his jersey gets ripped off. Yeah, that's a great Oh, one. I want to see that. I think that's on. That? Oh, it's so I, cool. No. Was that on Monday Night Football? Oh, boy, I don't know. Now, the best Monday Night Football running back uh, highlight is Bo Jackson running by the Buzz. Oh, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then running straight up the tunnel, right? Just disappeared. The Buzz. The fucking Buzz <laughs> rules. That's uh, Kate Bosworth's nickname now. The Buzz. Ego Trudy. <laughs> now he's the, the mayor of, now he's the mayor of Fansville. Ego Trudy. You can watch it now. Fourth quarter, 10-3 Los Angeles, and here goes Earl Campbell. Really he ran over like oh three God. guys right there. He's holding the ball like he's <laughs> and his jersey just disintegrates. <laughs> shit. Awesome. And the New Jersey and shit. He's badass. Now, whatever you do, do not watch highlights of Earl Campbell today. It's very sad. Oh, yeah, he barely walk. Can't walk at all. Earl Campbell is strong. Really? That's, huh. that's what I, you know, it's just really hard to read something like that CTE story and think, and these I guys know. really don't, doesn't mean anything to them or doesn't mean something. Uh, or, I know, but I got to like tell Tom you. Tom Brady, I mean, CTE was a big thing five years ago, and he was like, no, no, I'm fine. He doesn't get hit. <laughs> that guy doesn't get hit. Oh, he gets hit. Did you see the comments by Trent Dilfer? Yeah. Oh, he has no respect for Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers because, you know, the game's so different now. You can't hit receivers, and uh, it's just a lot easier to be a quarterback. I'm like, wait a sec. You, Tom Brady First of all, was, it's not their fault. Tom Brady all, was nobody respects Trent Dilfer, so it's really a moot point. You got to watch that 30 for 30 about the Ravens because <laughs> it really pissed me off, and I had to go look it up because they're just kind of shitting all over Tony Banks. Because Tony Banks was the Ravens quarterback at the beginning of that year. And everybody's like talking about how terrible he was because they went five games without scoring a touchdown. And then Trent Dilfer comes in and saves the team and they win the Super Bowl. No, he just didn't destroy the team. Their stats save the their team. stats are incredibly similar. Yeah. It's it's, it's just wild how that's special. That, it's the Mandela effect. Modern just, day game does not impress me. It's super easy when you don't get hit as a quarterback. And yeah. when you can't reroute receivers, yeah. And when you can't I hit so guys across the middle, I don't care what he says. Well, this uh, because of this, everybody followed it up with. He could like, tell me my head was on fire, and I would have no interest. So everybody started <laughs> tweeting out videos of him <laughs> passing, where he's just got people wide open, and he throws it in him. Just really bad throws. Dilfer was Wait, never. Why, a good why are we talking about a Trent Dilfer right now? What is going on? 
<laughs> we talked about Dan Wetzel for half an hour. I don't think we need to talk about Trent Dilfer today. Um, or any day, for that matter. Unless my head is on fire, and he's telling me it's on fire, and you guys convince me that he is telling the truth. Is he on Cameo? Can we pay money for he that? He might be. I don't think so. Uh, Brian Koberger is back in the news today. I saw that, yeah. I know. It's, isn't it weird how the, like this stuff is like, shouldn't we have known this two weeks ago that he was fired mm -hmm. three days before he was arrested? And the reason why Take he was fired. Take their time. Jeez. Hey, was, he had behavioral problems. He was, he was insane forever there. Acted sexist towards the women students. And he was rude. And he graded women differently, which tells me that... Incel. He's an incel. He hates women, and he's taking it out on them with his grades. Yep. What a fucking asshole! But I thought it was kind of cool that these other professors said this guy's—he's an asshole. He doesn't like women for some reason, which I don't wonder how often that comes up. Probably rare. But they sit him down and they go, "Okay, you got a month to show some improvement in terms of how you treat your female students." Mm -hmm. And after a month, they said. Uh, that's exactly zero improvement. <laughs> that's exactly none. Oh, Booger can't, he couldn't, he couldn't fake he it till he made it. He hated women. Wow. And I'm convinced that that guy was just collateral damage in that house. Yeah. That I think so. he had nothing to do with it. It's got to be, he just despised these women he could not have. And the fact is, and they're all attractive. I'm sure Brian Koberger, with a different personality, could have had a girlfriend. He does not. There's a way. A lot of weird dudes, a lot of guys that aren't that good looking, a lot of guys that are overweight, they somehow they negotiate their way in there. Yeah, we do. I don't know how they do it. Man, Everybody's got their own style, but somehow it's really they hard. find the way. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Koberger never did it. And he just sounds like such a, just such an unpleasant person to be around. I mean, it's rare that you find these people, but when you do, it's like, ugh. Get me out of here. Yeah. Um, he, th he thought the entire time that was because of his weight, and then he lost the weight, and it didn't get better. No, it's his personality. His rage intensified at that he, point. Well, he became a bully. He decided that he was going to be the asshole now. Right. He was on the receiving end, so now it's my turn to be the asshole. Uh, I knew people who were kind of the same way. In fact, a really good friend of mine was very heavy in, like, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh grade. Mm -hmm. And he, this is weird, because I don't, the idea of a kid being on a diet was so foreign to me, <laughs> but he did. He started, he got this, um, this, uh, these sweat, uh, what were they, like wrestlers used him a lot, and he was a wrestler. Those wrestling outfits yeah. that make you sweat more. I had one. Oh, he, was, like he was jump roping and running. It's almost like a plastic bag, right? Yeah, right. exactly. And jogging, and he lost the weight, and he became thin, and he was a surly, thin guy for really? a while. Yes, he was. <laughs> You didn't was, tell me he was, a, he was being a dick? None of the, was there um, no confrontation? Or? I think the idea was that he was going to be a dick to the people that were a dick to him, but I think he right. got carried away. <laughs> <laughs> the behavior carried over yeah. to a lot of other people. He was just angry. I mean, he was really, I, you know, I, I forgot, somebody had a great quote about being young and, let's see, who was it the other day? I quoted him on the show. The, the, the thing that you... Spend your life repeating the same patterns or trying to break out of the patterns that yeah. you were in as a child. Who said that? I, I know we were talking about that on the show, weren't we? Yeah, I, I'm drawing a blank, though. I can't even remember if, if uh, I was Dr. Agreeing. Phil? No, it wasn't Dr. <laughs> Phil. I, I mean, and the longer I live, the more I see that people 
are so imp- I mean, that period of time sure. is so. I mean, not that this is breaking any new ground here, but I just always felt like many times, and still in some cases to this day, I just felt like ah, oh, these people complaining about you know that ah, oh, that get neighbor molested them in sixth grade. Get over it. <laughs> I mean, just things that really are big. And I think there's a tendency to think that, you know, things just happen in a vacuum, but Jesus Christ, uh, those little events are very important. And now it seems that people are leaning. Now that I've accepted that, yeah, there are a lot of things that happen when you're young that never, you never quite lose them or yeah. they're always kind of poking at you. But, but now we have brothers. No, <laughs> yeah, selling you cable. But now, <laughs> we're, now people are leaning in the other side where they're like looking for things like, what else would I have felt trauma about? I mean, it's, it's insane. This whole victimhood thing has gotten just out of control, in my opinion. I think people need to just care less. About, about being sexually try. harassed about or everything. molested just or something? Just stop caring. I mean, it's really I, great when you stop caring. How do you care less about that, I just though? do. Well, I'll tell you if one you way. Be, like, if you could get the Sunshine Mind treatment, that would be cool. But what I, what I, mean I don't is know the if it's pe- available. I mean the people that, oh, is this internal sunshine of the spotless yes. line now? <laughs> what I mean are people, that are, people yeah, that are yeah. looking for trauma to explain why things are now, right? Right, yeah. But if you legitimately have... Well, I think well, of course. so often they're they're explaining today's misfires by yesterday's yeah. you know victimhood, and when they're not connected in many ways, and then also this business of constantly talking and talking and talking about this happened to me and that happened to me and this happened to me and that happened to me. It's just oh my god! It's uh, shut up! No. Everyone's talking too much. Everyone has a voice now. Everyone gets to talk all the time, and what happens? We have a certain group who are constantly talking about how poorly treated they are. Just like Madonna's thing yesterday to come Jesus. out and say, oh, you need you. No, no the- you look like shit, and you spent a million bucks trying to look that way, and you went overboard because you're obsessed with youth. You think you're Peter Pan. You're not everyone gets old, lady. Go to bed, <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> That's a great line. I am Peter Pan. You know, you're Michael no, Jackson. you're not. I'm Peter Pan, my heart. He did the same fucking thing. I mean, you would think knowing Michael Jackson, she would maybe go, oh, wow, yeah. Am I falling into that trap? Because she does look weird. I mean, her forehead is so fucking bizarre. I cannot believe she looks in the mirror and is going, yeah, I need more of this. Right. Well. And it's the thing people- with her is she has enough money. She can get a small amount over a long period of time and look fairly good. But why she wanted to, like... Stock up. I'm I'm convinced that she must have told someone. Look at that face. Guys, this was just a long lens. It's just the <laughs> lens. All right. Trudy, she must have. And, and this is the thing. She may have gone to um, one of the the cosmetic surgeon that was talking about her was convinced that she's had work from different people. Yeah. Because the work doesn't match up. If you had one really good person working on her. You would not have lopsided lips. Share notes. You would not have a forehead that is so bloated with fillers. Right. And so I'm convinced that she just said, look, I can't have one fucking wrinkle. Not one. And uh-huh. frankly, she would look better with a few wrinkles because that f- her face looks so fucking tight. Yeah. yeah. Just wear a mask. Did get she, a Madonna mask and wear it. Did she get a nose job, too? Yes. Yeah, she yes. did. Yeah. And that was the other thing that she would not like. I hope she didn't read this. Because the, uh, the uh, what do they call, guys give nose jobs? 
Um, they <laughs> actually plastic. They, they yeah, they talked to a cosmetic surgeon first. Then they went to when when two cosmetic surgeons said she's had a nose job. They went to a rhinoplasty expert to get his opinion. Who has he's, not worked on her. He's you know he's not worked on her. They didn't say that in the story either. Too I was looking for it. He said that frankly. I like her old nose better. Uh, yeah, there was nothing said, wrong with it. He said, I don't know if I would have advised her to get a nose job because I kind of like it. He was getting into some, you know, detailed things about her face and why her old nose worked. Your new nose looks and great. He said that that um, women who tend to want to make changes, they all want to change their nose. Everybody wants a certain kind of nose. And he's like, that nose doesn't look good on all women. Some women... You know, um, and I for, he used an example too of some of the big nose and how good it looks. And no, I mean there is a there is a perfect face. I mean they've done a lot of research on that. And he said that's why he said he was convinced that different people were working on her because it didn't seem like they had the same objective. Why you look different? <laughs> I love that drop. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> that's Kenny uh, or not Kenny Powers, but um, Danny McBride from the Righteous Gemstones. Yeah. It sounds so weird. It doesn't Why you look different? He's eating. He's got a. He's got his mouth <laughs> is full of food, yeah. and he's looking at his uh, new brother-in-law. Yeah. Why you look different, BJ? <laughs> I was trying to think of the first time you played that. Were we talking about Zac Efron? Probably. Yeah, probably. I, for some reason, when I heard that, I thought of Zac Efron. And it made me laugh out loud. Why you look different? <laughs> Because he looks, he looks weird. He, he does, and he's what thirty or something. He's older than that. Is he? I oh. think he's thirty-seven or something. Is he really that old? I don't know. Can you look it up? No, he I'm is curious. thirty-five. Thirty-five. Wow. You know, I do this all the time, Trudego. Oh, Paris Hilton, isn't she like twenty-nine now? <laughs> no, she's forty-one. <laughs> what? Wow. Just think the time stops. Look at no. Is yeah. that steroids? Holy. Fuck, no, he was he running fell. in his house. Yeah, remember? he fell, hurt his ankle. He was wearing socks. Oh. He slipped. <laughs> Broke his jaw. Does everybody run in their house? Yeah. That's why his chest and stomach look like that. that. It was a hard fall, Drew. That is so steroids. I wonder, I wonder if part of Madonna is steroids, too. Because she's... Could be. Because she looks bloated. Yeah. Because yeah. his face... That's. I think it's fillers. It's like she it's, just said, it's a no, there's wrinkles, more! Does he still look that weird today? Because that would really blow up his theory of um, slamming into the, the counter <laughs> if it hasn't gotten if he any better. That's him. Yeah. Well, um, I know, but anyway, that was a while ago. They're having a conversation on TMZ about Madonna. And it was the dumbest conversation because what happens on TMZ is there's always someone who wants to protect the celebrity. Yeah, right. And Charlie about. got on there and said, um, Charlie said, yeah, I think people were just responding to the fact that she looks different, that she's had too much done to her face, and that they like the way she looks. Yeah. And they're like, what are you talking about, Charlie? Why? Charlie What's said, wrong with that? Well, then how do you explain Cher? Nobody gives Cher a hard time. Well, Cher's not, out, Cher's not out there very much. Yeah. She doesn't look different. She looks pretty much like Cher. Yeah, better doctors. But she's dating a 36-year-old, by the way. What is she doing dating a 36-year-old? Why does What's that look so the, dumb know, to me? You're questioning her? I'm questioning him. Yeah, I'm questioning him, too. Is I it, guess I just... Isn't he a big player in the music industry, though? That's He doesn't need to do He dare. loves that she lives in a giant mansion yeah, and but has I think, unlimited money. I, I thought he was fairly well off, too, but, that guy. See, I never heard of the guy until I saw him with Cher. So he's new to me. I mean, yeah. if, if the idea was to be better known, he, I mean, he got what he wanted. Cher's the female Leo. <laughs> a Fleo? Yep, Fleo. Well, I gotta tell you... I, Leo DiCaprio, I don't understand how he can stand hanging out with 22-year-old girls. That, that's He's 48. The horror of horrors, that 19-year-old had to shut down her Instagram. <laughs> 
Why? People were giving her so People much crap. Were being so mean to her about me. <laughs> wait, she, she shut her Instagram. Wait, wait, wait time out. I thought she was the victim. Nah, come on. There's no victims anymore. Everybody's a victim. There's, they're both so victims. people are just people think they're perfectly compatible. They're just angry at her. Yeah. for taking up. You're Leah. too fucking young, but probably. I don't know. Well, why don't we pass a fucking age difference law? People are gonna get this worked up about perfectly legal relationships. Was oh, it back up? It's Fuck. back up, it's but back some up. posts are missing, including oh. the ones from New York. Where did they meet? <laughs> Okay, Trudy, all the people who are so angry about their age difference who are Mm -hmm. posting, this is the same age difference as blah, 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 and blah, 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 you know, to make their point. Right. He's not dating her. He sat next to her at a party, and someone got a picture, and so somebody said, oh, my God, he's dating an 18-year-old. And everyone just said, everyone just ran with it. Oh, okay. Who brought her? Who brought her to that party, though? Girl, you are way too pretty for that old Oh, good question. So we can hate on that person. Well, Leo's probably... gonna break up with you <laughs> when you turn twenty-five. Six years wait, till he dumps wait, there's you, reply, bitch. There's replies to that. Girl, run! I hope there's a fight. Why are you so involved? You sound bitter. <laughs> bitter? Are you not familiar with his dating history? <laughs> what, what, what? Well, it seems like you're more concerned with his dating history than your own. Oh my god. Wait, that's the model saying that? No, these no, are just people, people, oh, people fight, okay. infighting fighting on, his... on her Instagram. Get Look out, girl. what has become of us. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're idiots. Hey, have you seen... Somebody could take over our country like that. It yeah, seems like With it. a balloon. With a balloon. <laughs> I, did, I did see the... Um, oh. I saw this uh, interview with the... Some big school position in Los Angeles is being interviewed about... Some teacher just got, I think it's a viral video too. Some teacher just got the shit beat out of her yeah, in school, it. broken leg. And this girl, who, you know, some teenage girls are pretty fucking big. This girl is just punching, 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 punching. And somehow this teacher, who looked pretty big to me, looked like she could have defended herself. Anyway, she ended up with a broken leg and all beat up. So uh, the guy they're interviewing said, yes, there's uh, the, the amount of violence against teachers in LA schools is gone up astronomically in the last 20 years and even more in the last 10 and more in the last five. So anyway, he had some numbers for some other school systems and how bad it is. And, and, you know, we hear this at like in Detroit, we hear it's horrible too. And a lot of the teachers blame it on um, the fact that they can't suspend kids. They don't want to suspend kids anymore. They're like, well, they just quit, they just quit school, and then they lose the funding because the kid's not in the school anymore. So they want to keep the kid in the school, and the, par- the some of the, the teachers are like, no, I don't. This person doesn't want to be here. They're violent as fuck. Right. And um, anyway, so they, this guy's going on. He's like, yeah, the the biggest in the biggest problem is the kids beating up the teachers and bringing weapons to school. Mm. What the fuck? And it just seems that. I couldn't help connecting this to the State of the Union address, seeing that no one can seem to accept the rules of anything, even our prestigiously elected House of Representative members and senators. They can't even sit still and just politely clap for two hours. Everybody knows what they want. They have to fucking pop off. Well, so why is it so surprising that that students want to punch out teachers? I mean, if you have perfectly, you know... Elected adults who are supposed to be the cream of the crop uh, in in the State of the Union address, and they can't control themselves. 
Well, then why do we expect kids to control themselves and not bring guns to school and not beat the fuck out of their teachers? I mean, doesn't it make sense? Yeah. yeah. Does anyone accept anyone's... Is there any authority that is universally accepted anymore? Nope. Zero. None. No. I don't think so. I can't think of one. Hey, that 15-year-old that beat up that 9-year-old on the bus got charged. With? A battery, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully it's as an adult. I don't know. That was probably the most vicious awful. school it bus beatdown I've really, ever seen. Really, really bothers me having a nine-year-old broken leg. Oh wow! Oh, it could have been you. Well, no, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> no, I ne- said it. She'd never ride a fucking bus. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine seeing Shargan on a bus. <laughs> My kid just, on a bus? You fucking kidding? kidding? Berkeley doesn't have buses. I don't know why. It's crazy. It's it's got foot traffic. It's accessible. It's so small, yeah. Yeah. How many kids take the bus to school anymore? Lots. More I mean, more than you'd be more surprised. More than in our yeah. neighborhood. Yeah. I used to ride the bus. I rode I the did bus. Too. I, I, I thought it. taking the bus was a big part of growing up. Actually, we had my, a lot of fun on the bus. Yeah, really? my bus, my bus oh, yeah. driver. Fuck yeah. My bus how many, driver. How many nine year olds you beat up? <laughs> None. I'm just kidding. But we sure had fun at the bus stop. I mean, we had gotten horrible trouble at the yeah. bus stop. <laughs> my bus driver listened to Drew and Mike. Oh, awesome. Oh, that was sweet. The, that was the first. Oh, irresponsible. That was the first I got <laughs> to know the show. On the bus, little little Brandon. Uh-huh. What are you wow. listening to, bus driver? <laughs> no, we always had fun on the bus. Oh, until I th- there one day. Until I threw up on the bus. Yeah. That was torture. You got all the good chunks? That, uh, yeah, uh, Solomon. <laughs> Solomon's getting all the good chunks. <laughs> Chef Handelman yelled that out. <laughs> fucking sawdust. Oh A complete and total barforama. And Solomon was horrified. Well, because he, like, he didn't get all the big chunks. I didn't live that down for a long time. Then heard about it at reunions. It was like, eh. Was this on the, on the way to school or? On the way home, home from home, school, home. yeah. There's Drew's and trauma, his centralized trauma. It's one of them. Uh, I ate peanut butter and jelly sandwiches every day. I loved PB&J. Oh, yeah, I, I want one now. And then, for some reason, my mom thought, I think you can eat something else like egg salad for oh, a change of pace. egg salad? Yeah, and I fucking threw up on the way home. Uh, Try peanut butter eggs. Can you eat egg salad today? Yeah, is... I can. Oh, okay, I can. good. Well, see, you've, you've overcome your trauma. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like it at the time, but I don't remember feeling sick, but I got sick. Man, was I, I sick. I was salad. really barfing. I'd never oh, barfed like that in my salad. life. Oh, it was I really, must... it was one of my lowest moments. You're putting it in a lunchbox. <laughs> did you have a lunchbox? <laughs> Uh, no, a bag lunch. A bag oh, lunch yeah, yeah. all day, um, and it's smashed. got mayonnaise in it, probably. I got right? actual audio idea. from Solomon. It smells awful. Now I'm going to throw up. <laughs> Solomon. <laughs> what a great name. And then um, my friend started uh, dishwashing in the cafeteria, and he got free lunch every day. And I was so jealous of him because he could eat pretty much whatever he wanted. And we thought, wow, is that fucking cool? <laughs> so we started dishwashing too. So my mom didn't pack any lunch anymore. And I would eat cheeseburgers and oh, nice. extra desserts. It was awesome. Yeah. And the guy, it's really weird, but the guy that ran the dishwashing thing, who I thought was a pretty cool guy at the time, but now looking back on it, it's like 50 washing dishes mm. at a school. Kind oh. of a bummer gig. <laughs> but I didn't know that at the time. Just seemed like a good dude. Anyway, he's missing two fingers. I just saying, just saying. <laughs> I had never known anyone who was missing two fingers before, so it was really quite a, quite a topic of conversation in fifth grade. How many of you guys did he groom? 
Uh, no grooming. <laughs> what? Where'd no. the rest of those fingers yeah, right. go? Pretty respectable guy. There was rhythmic slapping. Oh, God, where did those fingers go? Now you know he lost his fingers. Gross. Is it? <laughs> creepy people. Why do I work with such creepy people? The little finger, isn't it? Hey, go and on, go that on. summer, wait, uh, before I forget, that summer I played in Little League in the next town over's Little League because my friends started playing there and like, anyway, and I did, that's the league that I got number 107 in because yeah. I joined late. Fuck. Anyway, um, there was a catcher on one of the teams, Tom Porter, who had a glass eye. Cool. And that was my first exposure to a glass eye. And I was like, fucking glass eye. That's, that's incredible, man. Did he take it out? No, no, he didn't. Oh, and he was good too. He could hit really? with a glass eye. Cool. I mean, you can see out of one eye, but well, yeah, but your perspective is I know is ah, off, the brain right? fixes. As the fastball got a little faster, he sort of <laughs> faded. <laughs> but, uh, he was good in little league. Wow! <laughs> but we were all quite fascinated. I love you guys. The catcher for the Indians has a glass eye. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a huge scandal back in the day. Mm. It was just cool. Did he pop it out and play marbles with you guys? <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be hard to do to remove it and put it back in, doesn't it? I, I mean, don't, you know, I don't even remember never what met to him or what the deal was, but huh. anyway, I'm sorry, Mark. What were you going to say? No, I, I wanted to go. The Leo um, age difference reminded me. How come no one's giving Bill Gates shit for dating a chick who's yeah, what eight years younger than he is? Did you just see Bill Gates has a new chick? Got some new ass. Yeah, what she look like? She, she looks better than Melinda. She's, a, she's an upgrade. She's an upgrade. It's a yeah. slow upgrade. I think yeah. he's on the right path. Melinda I don't think he's done yet. <laughs> yeah. He's got more work to do. Of course, she's fucking loaded. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she is. An, she's a widow to the Oracle uh, I, that, that pissed me off. I was I like, because uh, she's loaded? There should be a law against billionaires marrying billionaires or billionaires marrying half billionaires. Well, okay, is it better that he marry this 60-year-old widow who's It should be considered incest. That he's dating a 60-year-old widow who's loaded or should he be, would it be better if he's dating like some real hot piece of like 30-year-old ass. Well, I was thinking, okay, if I'm picking for Bill Gates, I think I'm going to pick somebody eh, maybe 48 to 52 yeah. who, you know, is not you have to be, she's not living in a trailer park. I mean, it's not going to be such an upgrade that's going to really, you know, fuck her up. <laughs> <laughs> somebody who's in middle, middle upper class. Maybe that's why so he wants a billionaire. she'll really appreciate Bill and the incredible life that he's built. Maybe that's why he wants a billionaire, so. And it's an upgrade at the same time, just to get back at Melinda. The main reason. <laughs> yeah. That's Wait, the so most important point. What if he's just slowly upgrading? <laughs> the next one will be 52. <laughs> he's Benjamin, Benjamin buttoning his, his way his, down. His women, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He ends up with that 19-year-old model from Israel. Steals her from DiCaprio. They look happy there. Look how happy. She's um. She's a you know huge, I don't care what you guys say. She's a huge upgrade. Oh, yeah, no, she's from no, Melinda. No, no, there's no, no argument there at all. You are so right. Melinda is bizarre looking. She looks like... What's her name? Bangles uh, Susanna Hoffs a little bit, doesn't she? No. A little bit? Wait, kinda, get that, that straight picture, on picture, Brandon. In that picture, she looked like a cross-dresser. <laughs> kind of. Wait, what Wait, is it? Does she look a little like Susanna Hoffs there? Just a little. Yeah, you've got Susanna Hoffs on the brain, but... I do. I mean, this, this well, one. I looked at her on Twitter about 200 times because so many people were tweeting her out next to Madonna. This Pamela Hurd, the, or Paula Hurd, whatever oh, her yeah, name is. Oh, yeah, she does. What's her background? Because, you know, she's a billionaire, but is it because of the guy she married? Yeah, it's the yeah, widow. Yes, yeah. it so, is. So I think he's repeating the cycle. It is, Bill, yeah. you, need, you need to break out of the cycle. <laughs> 
She's probably been nailing young chicks all over. So the she place. probably has some huge charity in her name. Yeah. And some ex second husband's name. I was gonna say, when are we gonna have she the, took off it? The Bill and Paula Heard Gates <laughs> Foundation. She's on the board of regents for Baylor. What? Why? Because well, she's I don't. Like, I already don't like she her. She married rich. What if she has a profession? I mean, you that's know. what I'm trying to find out. But okay, here's her bio. This is the only bio Fuck I can find. You, Bill Gates. Uh, she's a longtime community volunteer and philanthropist from Silicon Valley. No, oh, that's so f- f- philanthropist. How do you become a professional philanthropist? You, marry you have a wad of with, cash. With Oracle money. Yeah, you marry into a wad of cash. Uh, she's developed and organized memorable event experiences for corporate and charitable organizations. Spearheaded fundraising efforts. What's for on the What's on the the memorable event? I gotta hear what this is before I approve of this. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, is this like? It doesn't say what it is. It's all very generic. If it's going on retreats or something, then that's bullshit. She helped build the Mark and Paula Heard Welcome Center at Baylor. <laughs> <laughs> the, le- the that was the lead gift from the Give Life campaign. And she's the wrong one. Bill, don't repeat the cycle. Uh, Paula and Mark uh, helped build the top college tennis facility at Baylor. See, if I had okay, if I had to make okay, this is if if I was Bill's therapist, I would say, okay, Bill, here's what I want you to do. I want you to date somebody who is mm, under fifty five and has been a cheerleader, <laughs> just to mix it up. Self made. He's never dated a cheerleader. Somebody's been a cheerleader. It'll be a different kind of girl. It'll it'll break the cycle a little bit. And then if it's too weird for him, then we can come back and reconvene. But in the meantime, he's boning a cheerleader. <laughs> oh, come on. He probably is. He's boning anyway. a 50-year-old cheerleader. It's pretty hot. He needs, yeah, he needs a couple of interim, some tweeners yeah, he needs, before he, he gets to that because he's kind of nerdy. He needs to get out of that world. Mm-hmm. I think a, a cheerleader type would help him. I mean, she's not a cheerleader anymore, obviously. She's... Uh... <laughs> She's more thinking about Bill Gates up there, that little chicken neck, mm-hmm. hopping her now, a little murdering eugenicist. Ah, you know how he walked like, ah, like a demonic elf. Hey, Bill Gates. Ah. Her her main money or her main job, I think, before she met the other guy was she was an event planner. So, oh. okay. So she can uh, she can plan a good night a- of fucking. <laughs> That's a good gig, though, if that? you're looking for a dude, is be an event planner because you're, you know, sort of in charge of their thing. And okay. hmm. maybe that chick we talked to will the event planner will marry um, Hinkley. Mm. Oh, that lady. Yeah. Oh boy, I'm not happy with her. That drop reminded me. That concert's not happening. No, no. there's no way. No. If the word happen. is already out on the venue, it's, it's over. over. He needs to convene with Anthony Cumia. <laughs> to figure out how to do this and not get the location out. I don't know. I got to tell you, I was really surprised that Anthony Cumia can't schedule a gig. Yeah. There's so many people that will go, <laughs> how many people are there that do nothing but call venues and say, you can't have that person. So many assholes. There's just so many assholes, man. I mean, so this is just the way it's going to be forever, right? No. No, because eventually those places will grow spine. Out. Yeah. When does it end? When the internet ends. <laughs> is it possible? I mean, I'm just asking. Is it possible that Trump can run against Biden and it doesn't have to be, like, totally psychotic? No. Oh, you're insane, Drew. nuts. No, I'm just I'm asking. I'm just asking. Because I'm assuming that it Wrong. will be... Will it be more nuts... 
than Trump Hillary and Trump Biden won? Yes. Yeah. You think it'll be more nuts? How can it be more yes. nuts? Yeah. Because there's more skin in the game. Yeah. Saggy just... skin, but skin. And there's been a long, long time for people to just choose your side, in a sense. Like, do you like him or hate him? I feel like a lot of people are just going to check out. Just going to go. This is bullshit. I want our democracies on the line. <laughs> it'll be the most. Im- <laughs> no one believes It'll be that. the most important election of our lives. Of course yeah. it will. I got to tell you because I, they're in it. I think Wetzel summed it all up, perp- you know, perfectly. Where if Roger Goodell said he's moving the Super Bowl to Saturday, that would affect more people's lives <laughs> than anything a president does. No, he's right. He's absolutely um, right. You know, this morning Kamala. Do you guys see Kamala interviewed this morning? No. She was unusually not bad. I mean, usually she's really bad. Like, yeah. she will not answer the question, and she just goes, blah, 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 blah. And, and it's just it's hypnotizing. Anyway, today, she was doing pretty well. And then I think she, uh, George Stephanopoulos, started to challenge her a little bit, and she mentioned the— Don't start talking like a Republican. She mentioned the cost of insulin twice in two consecutive questions. Uh-huh. Like she what? just like ran out of things going on in her brain. Yeah, so, so she, she goes back just to tapped well. back into the insulin. Which, I, I mean, how many... I mean, is like 50% of people over 50 need insulin or something? Probably. I didn't know it was wow. that I mean, important. have you looked at people lately? <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad they lowered the price of insulin. But I just... When something like that is said in the State of the Union, I think, oh, there are more people using insulin than I think. Can we lower the price of Ozempic next? <laughs> Yeah. So everybody can Come be on, on please. that. So we can be skinny and not need right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna insulin. Google, I should have Googled this. Talk amongst yourselves. What, what, how, much what, pe- what? how many people Percentage use of insulin? adults on insulin. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious. Like, I was curious about the percentage of fast food workers that have non-competes. There's 37 million people with diabetes in the U.S. That's really? 11, All of them on insulin? 11% of our U.S. population. That's- that's and is it sad. is it more adults than kids? Uh, 1.6 adults age 20 or older. Type 1 or type 2? Yeah, see, I don't know the difference. What questions. am I talking about? <laughs> well, you had all the info. No, I don't. It's a quick search. It's just trying to beat Drew. <laughs> You're supposed to be talking amongst yourselves. All right. Um, have you guys watched any Super Bowl ads, or do you wait for the Super Bowl? No, I'm not going to ruin them. Yeah. What, hate you hate that, what? I hate the out? leaks because I, I, oh, I love it. Part of the appeal of the Super Super Bowl commercials were that they were going to be brand new commercials you'd mm-hmm. never seen. You'd be surprised, right. and now they get all oh, leaked. Yeah, they get the all these prior. free spins. Everyone goes, oh, look at the new Super Bowl commercial. Like it's like it's so entertaining, and it's like, well, you just gave somebody a free ad, asshole. The well, reason I like it though is because then I don't have to pay attention to that ad during the Super Bowl instead of having to be ultra focused on the fucking commercial the, break. The thing used to be where you'd just be like, I want to see the game and then the commercials and yeah. you're focused on I, it know, all. I have learned into I, it. I swear to God, the last few years I found there's like five or six that amuse me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, some of the companies I feel like they the, have no business, but well, the one that's getting a lot of press is the one with day. Ozzy and Paul Stanley yeah. and know, Joan Jett and Billy Idol. And yeah, it. the rock star yeah, one, Gary Clark. So Workday is it's, it's a cute, it's cute. I don't think it's hilarious, but it's it's all right. It's a good ad. Yeah. When I think of a Super Bowl ad off the top of my head, I think of Katie Sowers. Run it again! Run it again! With the fake 49ers <laughs> that's players. That's the one you think of. Let's run it again, run it again. Let's go. Where is she? Was so fake. Is she in the Super Bowl this year? Those were not even the real 49ers. No, I know. I know. <laughs> Remember, so we looked dumb. We looked at all the numbers and the numbers they used in the ad were not on the roster. They were unused numbers that from the roster. 
Does anyone think move. she has ever yelled at the 49ers to run it again and run it again? If she did, they probably all Let's looked at it. Let's run it again. Run it again. Let's Who's this? Who are you? Yeah, where did she go? Because remember her her twin yeah, for, for started popping off on social media about, why does Katie have to fly and coach when all the assistant coaches are in first class? I thought she was a coach. She wasn't. She was an assistant. <laughs> yeah, the last like, I see, she's the director of athletic what? strategy initiatives at Ottawa University. And, and she what, coaches what is that, the Randy? women's flag football team. <laughs> She was with the Chiefs last year. Well, now she's with the Ottawa University flag football team. What happened? She'd be head coach by now. Where's Ottawa? Ottawa, Kansas. Brandon, what's that? Ottawa, Kansas. What is the first job? The athletic initiatives. Yeah, yeah. Director of real job. Director of athletic strategic initiatives. (laughs) I'm going to Google that. (laughs) I got to say that's quite a fall from being an offensive assistant with the Kansas City Chiefs and the 49ers. Let's run it again. Run it again. Let's go. Did that commercial <laughs> guys? Maybe the Ottawa University women's flag football team is really good. What are athletic? <laughs> if you click on that, if you click on that link from Wikipedia that Brandon was reading, the headline to where they got that information is Ottawa expands Katie Sauer's role within the athletic department. So it, yeah. she didn't take that job from the Chiefs. She just needed a job. Oh, wow. Oh, that's unfortunate, man. Athletic stra- strategic plan for athletics. She's spearheading Ottawa University's efforts to grow its women's sports programs and improve the athletic department facilities through a new role that the school announced. Isn't that the athletic director's job? Well, he doesn't care about women's sports. <laughs> so he just it's dumps also it her on second her season. Anybody ever gives him shit, he goes, well, I hired this person for strategic athletic initiatives. Let's run it again. Done? Run it again. It's also her second season as the defensive coordinator and director of football operations for that, for said flag football. Um, team, which Women's. won, which won the uh, in the championship. But I want to see how good their defense was. Can we find stats for them? Um, <laughs> for a woman's flag football, they team. won uh, the championship. Hey, I, got, I have a question because I think that'd be a cool sport. Is chick flag football? Or is that a thing in Division One now? It's a thing it in the be. Pro Bowl. I know the Pro Bowl is kind of weird. Why don't Why don't women Why don't colleges play flag football with women? Because they want to play question. tackle. That's a really good question. Yeah. I mean, I would think that would maybe even drop people. The way the rule changes are going, that's what the NFL is going to become. I got to tell you, I was watching the girls on The Bachelor play football. That was pretty fucking exciting. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. I don't know. There's something about seeing a really hot chick tackle somebody really hard. That was kind of cool. Yeah, a right? top could come off. Wow. Well, they were wearing pads with jerseys oh, over them. So really? That was unusual. One girl said, I peed my uniform. What? I think she was a little worked up about playing tackle football. Maybe she was excited. And one chick burst through a hole, and I mean, she <laughs> <Hot>. just wailed. <laughs> I bet she did. She fought a 60-yard touchdown. Childish. One. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, guys, uh, I'm sorry. I, I do have to say this. Katie Sowers, where she is famously the head coach of that women's flag football team, they're actually the Ottawa Braves. Oh, and I, I don't know if I approve of that. Creation. So. Oh, yeah, she should be canceled for that. Yeah. Why she wouldn't they change her name? Uh, she came from the Chiefs, so maybe it's uh-huh. just her, <laughs> in her nature. Oh, she's just carrying the discrimination with she's, her to Canada. She's a serial Canada. appropriator. It's Kansas. Ottawa, Kansas. <laughs> oh, Ottawa, Kansas. It's not okay. the good Iowa. It's the big Iowa. Ottawa. Ottawa, yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. Wow. Small one. Hmm. Uh, 
you know, I want to mention somebody because they're a new advertiser, and it does coincide with the Super Bowl. And Trudy, you mentioned it earlier. And the mother. Oh, you have the copy. You it's can Joe's it. Produce, and they're throwing a Super Bowl party. Uh, call now to order from Joe's Produce Gourmet Market in Livonia. Joe's Produce Catering is full-service catering, serving all your party favorites. Their expert chefs create all the catering fresh from the Joe's Produce Market in Livonia. So your guests will be blown away this Super Bowl by the USDA Prime Choice Meats, fresh fish and seafood and homemade breads. I've been there. I know all this. It's they don't sell any place. bullshit food, huh? No. How could they make so many? You know, we like... sell no bullshit food. <laughs> yeah, that, sh- that should be on the yeah. on the front of the store. No yeah. bullshit food here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you shouldn't spend your Super Bowl working in the kitchen. Call Joe's, 248-477-4333. They'll make the food at your Super Bowl party even more memorable than the game. Small party, giant corporate event. Joe's has you covered. Anything you want. Pizza, salad, chicken wings, sliders, pulled pork sandwiches. You name it. Joe's will have it ready for your party. Call 248-477-4333. Tell them Drew and Mike sent you Joe's Produce Gourmet Market in Livonia's left. Life is what you make it at Joe's. Again, you like to see homos naked. That's cool. Two four eight four seven seven four three three three, or go to joesproduce.com. That does Check make me hungry. Yeah. That reminds me, though, when you said uh, something about seeing people naked. I uh, was looking at one of the stories today because there were so many stories about Jackson Mahomes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and I, I'm not kidding. The comments were just so shitty. Um, I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I don't like it, but I, as I mentioned earlier, watching it, I'm like, well, wait a sec. I thought the whole point of TikTok and Instagram was to show how rich you were. Right. And you like to see homos naked. Right? That's cool, yeah. man. Whatever. No. Yeah, but he doesn't no, do anything to no, earn it. But well, neither do any of the other people. Neither do a lot of them, yeah. Yeah, they're just, I mean, to call yeah. them influencers I, is so stupid. I think the difference that is... That fucking TikTok sensation, idiot. If it was, say say it was Patrick Mahomes doing dancing, people would probably fucking love it, which is so Yeah, they dumb. would. I know. Yeah. Uh, damn crazy, damn bro, cl- crazy flex. So proud of your brother for providing you with the money to make yourself look successful. You are not the star! Kind of like Maury Povich, you are not the father. <laughs> you are not the star. How did you earn all that? If riding the coattails is a person. <laughs> Serious question. What is your allowance, Mahomo? Oh. There were a lot of Mahomo oh. references in oh. the comments. That crazy dancing making my penis soft. Soft. OT. Soft. <laughs> so this guy is so disliked that people openly call him Mahomo and it's okay? Yeah, why not? It's the world of TikTok. No one cares. Because <laughs> I heard it and I laughed. And then I realized that, oh, it's really not just a one, <laughs> kind of a one-off thing. It's a pretty major nickname for no, him. No, but if, if a player was caught tackling Patrick Mahomes and got up, like, and say he was mic'd up, was like, there you go, Mahomo, that player would be so canceled. But, um... You know, when people see the Kardashians on their private jets, they don't question whether or not they've earned that either. Well, some people do, but they don't nearly hammer them like Jackson. I was really mad that I felt a wee bit of sympathy, and then I watched him dance, and I hated him again. I don't see any. I don't have any sympathy for him, but I just I don't understand why other people are because we are pick just and choose. A pass. It's, just, it's all everyone's hypocritical, and he sucks. Um, I, I had like to watch him dance. I had to read about okay, which Jenner brat is it that became a billionaire? Kylie. I had to read this story about how the premise of the story was, can you believe this? Some people don't feel that she's not like an outstanding business person who's earned everything. <laughs> and I was like, 
Oh, okay. I can tell where this is going. And then they want to talk about what a brilliant business person she is. That this has nothing to do with Kim or anything else to do with, you know, her looks. or She is just a just a razor-sharp business person who just has the touch. She just knows how to make money. I'm surprised there hasn't been a story of, you know, who is this money team behind all them? Because you know they have money managers and business managers, and it's not just Chris, the mom. Don't you think there's a whole team? I'm sure there are. Business people running it? Yeah. I just don't understand the following, especially the, the ones that are getting older, because I would think people would gravitate towards, oh, there's there's a 22-year-old version? No, hot. Sure. Um, and, I mean, Kim is, can you imagine what Kim's going to be like when she's Madonna's age? Oh, my God. Yeah, good point. I cannot imagine what that looks like. Well, to her credit, her mother, Chris, is Madonna's age, and she hasn't, sure. gone, she hasn't gone over the top. That's a good point, yeah. Yeah, but Chris is not dependent on her appearance. Chris oh, yeah, is, she is. In a way, she is. No, but she's just as vain, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, but Madonna, I, th- I think Madonna. she looks fairly normal. She also dates kinda. like 20-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, oh, that's right. Yeah, her boyfriend is like 38. Yeah. Carrie Gamble. Great guy. <laughs> Corey. Corey Gamble. Corey Gamble. <laughs> I was going to laugh at you for knowing his name. So. <laughs> and then I had to wait, correct it. I have to ask a serious question. Did the momager Kardashian, did she date black guys? Didn't she always, wasn't she always with white well, she guys until her kids started going with black guys? That's a good point. I yeah. will bring up her who's dated who. Oh, well, was Bob and 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 um, Bob Kardashian? Jenner. Does she date Jenner? No. So yeah, yeah. Jenner Alex Molden, Jenner. Yeah, that's right. Todd Waterman, obviously uh, Kardashian, Caitlyn Jenner, Ben Flagnick, Corey Gamble, and Christopher Cunningham, and somewhere in there is O.J. Simpson. Wait, Ben Flagnick? Who's that dude? Is he a bachelor? He's guy? a much younger. Yeah. Yes. What? Yeah, she was banging that guy. He's like thirty. <laughs> was she on The Bachelor? Did I just missed that. No, she season? wasn't on The Bachelor. <laughs> she was on oh, Mil- really? Milf Island. Milf Island. What's, huh. a, what's Milf Island? Is that a thing for real? Milf Manor, sorry. That's is, the new are, show. Are it people is? pissed at Courtney for being with a white guy? <laughs> Probably. Everyone's pissed at everyone for <laughs> well, actually, everything. Actually, no. Courtney. She's not with a white guy, is she? Yeah, Courtney? Travis Barker. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of Chloe. And she married a white guy, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah but Travis Barker. But then she was dating black guys, wasn't she? Yeah. She's very diverse in her. Can we dog. see her who dated who? She's dong diverse. Get ready for a long neck. Like Chloe, Chloe doesn't date white guys, does she? I have no idea. Right. No, it's always Isn't been she all uh, NBA. It's always been Lamar and Tristan Thompson. Oh wow, there's a lot more on Courtney's than I knew. Uh, Jeff Benson, Terrell Jackson. Not sure who's who that. Joe Francis. Joe, Joe oh, Francis. Scott Disick, of course. Michael Gurgenti, Justin yeah, Bieber. Bieber. Fai oh, Kadra, Quincy oh, Brown, Yuns Bajima, Harry Hudson, oh. Luca Sabat, David Duran, and Travis Barker. Can we see Chloe's next, please? I kind of want to see Joe Francis. By the way, Who Dated Who is something I go to quite frequently. It's fun. Now. Yeah. It's a great resource. <laughs> After you do the next Kardashian, can we please see Joe Francis's? Because, you know, Paris is on there. Oh, yeah. All right, Chloe, Stevie J, whoever that is, Romeo Miller, Dizzy Rascal, Rashad McCants, Jeezy. Terrence Jenkins. I don't know any of these people yet. Derek Ward. Lamar Odom. I know that guy. Chloe that, seems to game. have a type. The game. Yeah, right. Uh, Matt Kemp. Matt Kemp. Uh, French Montana. Wiz Khalifa. Rick yes. Fox. Rick Ross. Uh, James Rush. Harden. Ross. Trey Songs. Odell Beckham Jr. and Tristan Wait, Thompson. she has got some bad taste and character, doesn't she? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
and to uh, satisfy your list here. Sweet. Joe Francis. This is going to be a good list. Paris Hilton, Tara Reid. No, maybe not. Tamara Mellon, Kimberly Stewart, nice. Kourtney Kardashian, Amber Hay, Lindsay, the Lindsay Lohan. Oh, God. Christine McLarty, Ar- Arquette. These have to be some of the most vacant women on the planet because he is such, <laughs> an, such asshole. an asshole. And He's Abby such Wilson. a jerk. Wow, that's, that's a lot less than I thought. Well, then there's about 3,000 girls gone wild chicks that he probably Oh, had. yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but it's who dated who. Hey, remember to follow uh, Twitter at Drew Mike Podcast. Uh, my endless effort to reach the heights of Adam Rich, <laughs> the deceased member of Eight is Enough. I feel like you gained some uh, followers today with uh, Tommy Lee's balls. Ugh. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. We got to 16. Or lost some. Also, five stars always on Spotify, iTunes. It's much appreciated. All those great places where you can find the Drew Mike Show. If they allow ratings, please give us five stars. It only takes a minute. And then um, our Amazon portal, too. That's usually easy for most people. It does help the show. And our donate bar. Hit the donate bar to donate on a one-time or a monthly basis. And if you need a refi or you need a mortgage, um, here's a great way to get help with a mortgage if you're worried about spiraling costs. Hall Financial's exclusive Easy Start program is a great offer. You can drop your mortgage interest rate 2% the first year of your loan, 1% the second, and your rate will not go up with the market. You're locked in. Saves you over $200 a month and thousands each year. When mortgage rates fall, Hall's Rate Watch technology team will let you know it's time for you to refi and claim your benefits. So call Hall Financial, 866-CALL-HALL, or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. And um, we'll see you tomorrow. We've got a new boner line, Jim Bentley. Uh, what's up with Maz this week? I haven't heard anything from Maz. Oh, I heard some. I heard that the Word Woodward, Woodward Sports Super Bowl party is at a strip club. Is that true? I don't know. Oh, we'll have to ask him about it, and then uh, perhaps. You mean for the public? I don't know. Maybe we should go there. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. This is all speculation. Okay, but I'll look into it. Thank you, Brandon. We'll see you tomorrow. See you. Team. Molly, I'll leave some for the bitches and Good on tape. The Dallas Cowboys team video. Directed by police informants and wide receiver Michael Irvin. Yeah, that's good right there. Come on now, a little faster. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Now put your arm up. Let's let that try my field goal. Oh, man, the bitch blacked it. Oh, cut, cut. Take five for some lines. The Cowboy team video starring Michael Irvin. Some unidentified strippers. Don't. Eric Williams. More unidentified strippers. Leon Lett. <laughs> Troy Aikman's back. Ow, 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 And some more unidentified skanky broads. Please, Leon, open up. Uh, hold on a sec now. I'm just in the bathroom and No boring highlights. No stupid bloopers. Just your favorite married cowboys boinking tramps and doing mounds of blow. Okay, I want this hoe on top of that hoe. No, that's gross. Shut up, bitch. Do this line. Okay, I'm ready. All right, now intercept this pass and Oh, yeah, that's good. Now take fire for some lines. See, Leon, let's drug test. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. We're going to need a bigger cup. And Michael Irvin's drug test. Holy 
and Leon Lett's disappearance. Where's Leon? Uh, I think he'd be in the bathroom or some. Nah, man, I think he's under that pile of blow. He'll blow on it with me. <laughs> Leon, what the are you doing? Climb on this bitch. What? What you talking about? The Dallas Cowboys team video, only $19.95. Call 1-800-AMERICA. Order now and get two free table dances and participate in strip joints. What's up? This is Eric Williams of the Dallas Cowboys. And if you're planning on getting a variety of ass, you might want to pick up my video, How to Do a Lot of Bitches Without Getting Sued. In today's world, there's a lot of lying bitches out there, so you got to protect your And I ain't talking about rubbers. Rubbers are bull I'm talking about staying out of jail by covering your ass with video consent. Check this out. Gonna give up the booty? Okay. Now that is consent. What you say you bring me a piece of that ass? See, she's cool with it. How about some of that poo-poo? Sure, Eric. I'd love to have intercourse with you. That bitch is a keeper. Yo, bitch. Give up that ass. Well, okay. She got more into it later. You ready for 10 inches of America's team? I just want to go home. No, that's implied consent. That bitch wanted to kick it out at her crib. My video will also educate your ass about waivers, signing ahead of time, and those holdout bitches. You want me to give you this thing? No, don't. Stop it. Will you please just drive me home? Or I'll report you to the Cowboys. Now, by the time this video reached my lawyer's office, sounds like this. You want me to give you this thing? Don't. Stop. Don't. Stop. Drive it. Home, Cowboy. Now, that's consent. You won't ever find yourself in front of a bunch of nosy, honky reporters if you pick up my video, How to Do a Lot of Bitches Without Getting Sued. Call 1-800-CONSENT today.